So alright, everybody knows who we are. This is our first episode of the Polishers Podcast, Polishers Corner. Um, so since most people already know who I am, let's get this out of the way. Who are you? And what do I do? Oh, no, that's who I am. <laughs> that's Zach Cameron. This is how it is all day. Yeah. Just get ready for shenanigans. Yeah. Zach Cameron, the uh, Evans Nebraska franchise. Been doing this for a little while. But you didn't start off as Evans Nebraska franchise. No. Um, you started off as something else? Yeah, I was a uh, premier. Oh, what the heck was I? American <laughs> Polishing Pros. <laughs> Thank God for the real box yeah, over yeah. here. Hold on a second. We gotta edit that out. No, no, we're not <laughs> editing that out at all. American, Parker just saved yeah, me. yeah, he just saved my butt. American <laughs> Polishing Pros. That's, That's what right. it was. I couldn't remember my own name. That's funny. So, when did you when did you start American Polishing Pros? Oh shoot, that was five years ago. I started that. So five years already? Were you polishing before that? No. Or you started it right when you started your American Polishing Pros? I started it right when I yeah started American Polishing Pros. And you? Actually, I started it. <laughs> I start how I started. You want me to get in now? I started. Yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Actually, that's how I started. It was is um, we bought a house an hour from where we were living and I didn't know what I was going to do while I got down there. I was doing some mechanic work there in, where I was living in Hastings and uh... Nebraska for Yeah, Nebraska. I'm sorry, Hastings I'm is. sorry. Yeah, Hastings, <laughs> Nebraska. We moved to Superior which is about an hour south right on the Kansas border and I started detailing cars for just something to do until I figured out what I wanted to do down there and uh, I was detailing a pickup for a gentleman and um, he asked me if I knew how to polish semis, and I was like, yeah, of course I do. I just don't have all my stuff. I sold it all. <laughs> but you didn't. No, I know. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no freaking idea, actually. So he goes, awesome. Well, we're selling the truck, and we need it polished. Can you do it? I was like, yeah, just let me buy all my stuff back, and we'll get it done. So instantly, I rushed home that night, and uh, I watched, I don't know how many hours of YouTube videos on how to polish. YouTube saves us all, right? Yes. Yeah, and the, and the wildest thing is, to be honest with you, I didn't, I probably watched Evan's videos, and I didn't know who he, I didn't know who you were. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. At all. Not even a little bit. I probably watched your videos, didn't, and, and, you know, there's a bunch of guys on there that didn't really have that great of content, um, but I didn't know what I was really looking for, and, uh, yeah, that's kind of how it went down. That's how I started polishing. I did my first truck, and everyone down where I was at, there wasn't anyone around there. And so they just kept calling and calling, and we thought we were doing something big, doing about a truck a day. <laughs> thought that was big time. <laughs> now we were really making money too. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, and then the rest is kind of history, which I'm sure we'll get into how I met Evan. So, yeah. so one truck a day? Oh, that was luck. One was every a, other day? Yeah, it was Peterbilt. <laughs> it was two days, maybe two and a half days. So just just that everybody has a frame of reference. Like we all started somewhere. Yeah. Like yeah. I get that I get that call a lot. Like a lot of people will call in, especially new polishers. They'll call me and they're like, "Man, I see you're doing two three trucks a day." I'm like, "Yeah, it wasn't always like that." Oh no! I and mean, they beat themselves up about. No, that. I tell you what, we didn't start doing we didn't start doing multiple trucks a day until when I met you. What year was that? When I met you for the very first time. That was Tulsa. What three years Tulsa, ago? Tulsa three years ago. Uh, I'd so we've been Shell Rotel in Tulsa. So shoot, so that was yeah, maybe it was four years ago. Four, yeah, it had to have been because I've been doing this about five years. Yeah, yeah so about four, four years, years ago. ago yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we hadn't done multiple trucks in, uh, in a day for a year. I just remember your face that first day you guys walked on the lot. It was you, 
Keenan and Parker, right? Mm -hmm. They came down to Tulsa. And the three of your guys' faces, when we had four trucks parked in the lot, ready, waiting for us, the look on your faces were like, uh, we're, no, doing, and I tell we're you, doing these how long? How long we got to do these? And I'm like, we're gonna have these done by lunch. And you, you're like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Actually, you know, the funny thing was when we, when we walked up, no, because when we actually first ever saw anything was when we went, we met you in Springfield at like five in the morning or three in the morning. At JNL. At JNL. Was that on the way to? That was before. Tulsa. That was before. That Tulsa. was before Tulsa. And we were freaking so blown away. Just we got lost. Well, yeah, because we got <laughs> lost. But we were so blown away on how your wheels looked. I'll never forget that. That was the first thing I saw was your rims, and we. It was just mind blowing how good they looked. And we thought we were pretty good. And everybody, you know, what we were doing, we thought we were doing pretty well, I appreciate good. Appreciate that. That means. And, you know, no, that's serious. <laughs> serious. And uh, I remember being really blown away and talking. Where were we headed? That you guys met me at JNL. Because we were supposed to come earlier to JNL to help you, and we didn't get there. Yeah, you guys got lost. And yeah, came in like yeah. crazy late. But yeah. where were we headed? Were we headed to? We no, we were heading to Tulsa. We were headed to Tulsa for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We went. We met in Springfield and then shot down to Tulsa. Oh. See, I don't know how I forgot that. Like, I remember you guys being in Tulsa, but I don't, I don't know if it, maybe because we were almost done by the time you guys got yeah, there. Yeah, you were about and wrapped think, up. Didn't we sleep in a hotel for like an hour, an hour. that night? Yeah. <laughs> that was the most ridiculous night ever. I think we all just needed a place to lay in a bed for like a minute. Yeah, and then you told us that we were going to sleep when we got there, and then right when we got there, we started working. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty nice. Hour of sleep. We were so excited, though, because we'd never seen show trucks. We'd never seen yeah. anything like what yeah. J&L had. And, we, and all we really saw there was maybe... You know, at that time, some of their older show stuff. Yeah, I don't even remember what. Um, I think that was right after Never Satisfied was built. I think right? so. We had never seen that truck. Yeah, it wasn't even there. Yeah, it wasn't even there when we were there. Contender, I think, was there. We did and Contender for that show. Yeah. No, they didn't go. No, they something. didn't go. They didn't. They didn't. Or we just stopped there to make some money on the way. Yeah. Yeah, I think just to just to help. See, so that's how out. crazy the show life is. Like sometimes you just stop by somebody else's place to help yep. <laughs> to help fund the gas bill on the way through the much. show. Like pretty much. Yeah. It just gets crazy sometimes. But yeah. no, going back to that that wheel though, and I'll never forget this because I remember the first time we met, and I remember seeing the wheels, and we were blown away by that. And then I remember saying something about it, and you're like, "I can teach you how to do that in ten minutes." And we're like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah." And, and no BS, it was that very that night we were doing those wheels just like that. We did, we had no idea that it was that. Well, we didn't know your process. We were still on an old school process that I mean, it works, but it it didn't look like that when it was done. Yeah, it was I, I always crazy. tell everybody like polishing's easy in a relative roundabout way. Polishing's easy. Like anybody can polish. There's a hundred different ways to do it with a hundred different products and a hundred different processes. And it's like eventually, I mean, I've been doing it 20 years now and it's like I've fine tuned my process. I learn some new things every year. It seems like I always stumble across something, whether it's somebody I trained that all of a sudden I was like, whoa, they just did something that I've never tried before and it worked. And it's like, all right, how can I roll this into what I'm already doing? And I've kind of fine tuned my process now to where we do expedite it. I mean, we're working on a lot of fleets. I mean, even here in the shop today, we did four nasty dump trucks with a crew of five of us, and we knocked it out in, we started at 7.30. Something like that, yeah. And we were done by 12.30. Mm -hmm. I mean, we knocked out four full dump trucks. Like, we were pulling wheels off, throwing them on the wheel yeah. machine. Like, we were just banging it out. And, yeah, if we didn't have to do that, we could have had them suckers done in 30 minutes. 
Uh, yeah, we, that last one, yeah. we got that thing done in like 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we were cruising, that truck was rough. I mean, really, really rough, and we got it done in 45 minutes. But it's like... And one thing I want to say on that note, um, where people get discouraged too in the beginning, is that's where the money is and people don't understand. you got to be quick, fast, and good all at the same yeah. time. Yeah. To me, unless you're going to charge high prices but even then but like let's let's go off into that for a second like and i know you're kind of in the same general market we are like you you make a little better money over where you're at like the market's Mm -hmm. a little better it's a little stronger but if you drag out a truck for two days and charge a customer two grand how often do you see them never you're you're gonna see them once every other year exactly i mean that that's exactly where it's at so i feel like my first six years of business were probably the roughest Mm -hmm. because I ate a lot of crow. I mean, a lot of crow. Like, I did a lot of work I didn't want to do for way less money than I wanted to do it for. You used to always give me crap about that. I remember doing grain trailers for, like, pennies. Yeah. I remember. You called me. Yeah, losing money. You were going to work on a grain trailer. What did you say you wanted to charge them? A grand? A grand do the whole thing. And I was like... Hopper side rails. I was like, listen, if you're doing hoppers and stuff, you better be at three grand because you're not going to make money on it. You're like, I just want to do one for the sake I did one. I think it took us, like, two guys... It took us like a week to do it too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember dude, you calling oh me like gosh. three days in. You're like, I'm never dude, doing one ever. ever again. And then seven days later, yeah. you're like, well, just got it done. Yeah. Seven days, like 80 yeah. hours. That was almost worth it. it. Took me two months to get paid. Yeah, it was, <laughs> that was all around a good deal. It was a good deal. Yeah, the guy calls me and asks if I was ever going to come get a check. Yeah, we were trying to get a check before we left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, like, so. I feel bad because a lot of new polishers, like, it does take time to learn. It does. I mean, to get to where we're at, like... I was sped up because of you. You'd already done it, so you knew. And I just... We were lucky that way. I had just rammed it to you the whole time and just forced you you to push it. Exactly. But a lot of people don't understand that if if you... To do it perfect, yes. It always takes time. Like, you want to do perfection stuff, it's going to take time. But at the same time, you got to figure out what your customers want mm-hmm. and what. I hate to say what you can get away with, but that's really what it's yeah. at. Like, what can you get away with? Because the longer it takes, the more money it costs you, and it's hard to justify charging people what it really costs and what it needs to cost if you're going to take that long a time to do it. You know, it, exactly. You know, and even back with me starting out, we were charging you know X amount per truck. Uh, oh, and I remember, I'm, yeah, you know, and used to ram that in my head, you know, but... Well, I think I just put out a YouTube video, uh, I think last week. Yeah, you did, I saw advice it. for yeah, new yeah, polishers. Yes, yes, and, and, and that was really... charging by the truck. You can't, you know, and, and the fact was is, is you, you charge by the truck, well, what would happen to us is, yeah, let's say I charge 500 for a Peterbilt. Um, that's great if all I'm doing is, you know, wheels, tank, nose box, something like that. Well, now you throw in fenders, you throw in this, you throw in, yeah, visor. you throw in all this BS. <laughs> and next thing you know, you, you know, you, you start charging by the piece and you're like, geez, you know, I'm, I'm losing like a hundred bucks here. But honestly, you know, it was, that was going to be a hard transition for me when I, because I already had customers over a year. You and I had a lot of conversations we were wor- about that. We were worried you were going to lose guys. Yeah, I was real worried. And after I really, you know, when I got there and I was comparing what I charged them last year, it really wasn't terrible bad, but 
but I knew it I was, was covered. It was a difference. It was a difference. Yeah. So yeah, in, but I'm, when I say that, you know, a hundred dollars difference is quite a bit. And if you talk to most guys, most guys understand that. Yeah, like, no, they're not just six wheels. They got yeah. six wheels, two tanks, two boxes, a grill, a visor, a, a headache rack. Like most guys do understand. And especially when you're new, you can kind of play off of like I was inexperienced. I didn't realize I was jipping myself. You well, know? see, and I was paying, I was paying my employees by the piece. Why I was charging by the truck it made absolutely no sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and that's I did of, that too, though. Yeah, I can't and, talk. And that's how you know I that helped me justify a little bit more, you know, because I had some guys, especially big clients, like yeah. guys with that. A lot of money was spent. Yeah, when you're doing 25, 30 trucks exactly. for one customer, they notice when it's $100 Wait, per 100, truck difference. Wait, $100 difference? That's, that's actually you know, 2503 grand. Yeah, that's a big difference. And they're like, what the heck, you know? Yeah. And I had one, you know, he questioned me. He goes, Zach, you're here so much. Why is it so different? And I explained to him. I said, I, you know, this is how I'm paying my guys. This is how I have well, to not, do it. The problem for me is it's not really sustainable. Like, it is for a short term. But when you start doing it for a long time yeah. and you start getting into, like, some of these bigger fleets... Like I said, if you're $2,500, $3,000 short, that comes out of your bottom line. Mm -hmm. And when it comes out of your bottom line, the end of your year really looks oh, a lot huge. more different. Like yep. $100 is a small amount for one truck. But at the same time, when it stretches out, I mean, we're not talking like 50 trucks a year. No, we're talking a couple hundred hundreds, trucks a year yeah. that we're doing. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, if I'm losing an extra $100 a truck all year long, those expenses accrue somewhere. Oh, yeah. And Huge. you saw it your first year. Oh, you, yeah. When you and I sat down at the end of the year and went through your books, I think you and I had, like, you had a revelation for a minute. Well, yeah, it was, it was huge. Like, I, you know, I couldn't, you don't, I guess you didn't really realize it because it was so much fast money yeah. coming in. And I wasn't used to that in the beginning, yeah. so I didn't really see it yep. until the end of the year. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know how much money I, I lost? I think that's some of the appeal of polishing is the big money. Yeah. Like, once you start doing two to three trucks a day, like you start seeing this is where I can actually make a living you know yeah. you hear the stories from all the different polishers how much money they can make and well just by asking them how much they charge yeah. you're like wow you know man if I did this much well little do you think about is all the other little expenses paying someone to do it and all that BS yeah. and how you're charging the only get employees and yeah then, like if like us we were living yeah. the show life right? yeah oh yeah <laughs> you know, you know honestly you start looking you know when you and I were talking about even last year when I was going through all my last start, <laughs> when I was going through all my stuff last year, there were some months in there during the summer where I was like, how in the heck, how my gross was so low, I couldn't realize it. Yeah. You start throwing meals. Yeah, well, just the, the show the show life in general. That's, I think that's one misconception people see with Evan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that was even us, too, in the beginning. Right. You know, before we really knew who you were, that was our thought is like, I bet he's making millions at these shows. Oh, and I God. think everyone thinks that. And like, it, it, it's it's a fun life. I just threw my numbers out there. In the yeah, last no, I, I know, like, I know you did. And I've that, had and a bunch of people call me and real. they're yeah. like, listen, there's no way you lost 60 grand going to the shows. I'm like, I didn't, Easy. my business here at the shop still made money. money. If yeah. I was just living off the shows, I would have lost 60 grand that yep. year Easy. if I had just gone to the shows. Easy. Like I still made money because the shop did really well that year. But had the shop not done well that year, I'd have been out sixty grand. Like that's a big number. Exactly. Like, and I didn't realize until I sat down with my accountant and was like, "How come my bank account isn't as fat as I thought it was going to well, be?" Well, just think of it. You know, usually, you know, just just an idea. Let's say you gross a thousand a day. 
roughly there. That's five thousand, six thousand a yeah. week somewhere. I mean, you're yeah. working. You're at a show for a week and a half, yeah. and I'm telling you right now, you're not gonna make that five thousand. <laughs> you're not gonna make up that money. I can guarantee you that. Even if you're just eating Burger King, yeah, McDonald's, exactly. that kind of stuff, and you're like, staying at a cheap Airbnb or the cheapest motel, even the cheap you can Airbnb find. is like. When we travel, we travel our whole crew. Yeah, exactly. So I'm getting an Airbnb big enough for everybody. Which is like eight people. Yeah, nine, so you're whatever. always talking $200, $300 a night. Which is cheaper than a hotel, but yeah, still, that's, no, it's that's cheaper than a hotel. That's over $1,000, you know what and I mean? And how often did we stay in an Airbnb that was like right next to the place Never. where we were at? Never. It was always a 10, 15, 20, 30 minute drive. So now you got fuel back and forth every day, traffic every day. Yeah. Stuff adds up. It does. And, and, uh, yeah, for like a lot of the people that see, because everyone always says like, oh man, you're so lucky. <laughs> even if they don't know you, even the people that just see what we, we do. We're fortunate. And very, I agree with that. No, I am so but it comes with a cost. thankful for what I've got to do, you know, and what you've opened me to, to the things that I've got to do. But at the same time, people don't understand the cost of what it that took. The cost of the cost. The hours and the... And the just the headaches of dealing with it yeah. all sometimes. Yeah, I love it. We I know in Nebraska you drive a lot. Like yeah, you travel yeah, we a travel lot to get all to, over. Because you don't yeah. have a shop like we no, have here. No, no. You do all mobile polishing. All mobile. And most of your customers are hour, two, three, yeah, four, exactly. five away. Even in state, they're hour, two, three away. You yeah. know, and, and you know, I hear these polishers talk about they got to travel 70, 80 miles. And I'm just laughing. It's like, geez, that's a nice day. <laughs> I wish I only had to travel 80 miles. There's a lot of times you know that Parker and I. We could be on the road for two, three days, or well, not three days, but two days at least. You know, when we go to Texas, things like that, you yeah. know, when we're, we're on the road for almost a whole day. We're coming here, you know, it's almost 12 hours for yeah. us, 11 hours. Yeah. And um, it just, I don't know, it's, it's one of them things. People see the life, they don't, it's, it can be very fun and it can be very profitable. Not the show part, but the traveling and, yeah. and working it, and the exposure you get yeah exactly yeah, it's great there but be prepared yeah. to it's <laughs> just have your world wrecked yeah you, you know and one thing i always want to say i don't know why i look at cameras like you but anyways <laughs> one thing i want to say that people don't see either besides the stuff you know like us getting to work on on trucks for people that like or, or people off television shows or getting to do things like that yeah. or meeting the you know famous people that are involved in trucking yeah. or whatever that's awesome but one thing you know and this kind of stuck in my head uh parker that works for me his youngest one his youngest son came out on the porch one day when i was picking him up and um it was daylight out and usually it's either dark dark and dark you come in there or come in or wherever yeah. maybe it's always dark dark out and he came outside and he was yelling my name and i waved at him and he ran back inside and parker came and sat down and i was like I don't even remember, I don't remember him growing up. Uh, and Parker's yeah. like, wow, we make on a lot, you know? I mean, shoot, you're talking almost 100,000 miles a year. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's that's real life, driving that much. You know, I'll tell you, it didn't hit me either till this year. Like, this year is, of course, all the COVID stuff going on. Mm -hmm. We're stuck at home. Like, I was stuck in my shop. Like, the cops were here twice, um, trying to figure out if we were essential or not. Like. So I've been home a lot this year. Most of our truck shows have been canceled. Yeah. Um, and it, it wasn't until this year that I was literally forced to be home. Yeah. And my oldest is 10. Yeah. And I'm sitting there one night watching a movie with her and her and I are talking about life. 
And I'm like, where did this come from? Where did this come yeah, from? Well, like, she's just grown up so fast. Yeah, you know, my, my boys are eight, eight and ten. And uh, I hadn't been to one of my kids' birthdays in probably four years. Oh, dude, because it's right in the springtime. We've you know? scheduled birthdays, like my daughter, yeah. uh, April 29th. Yeah. We've literally scheduled her birthday around truck shows. Yeah. Like, sorry, daddy's got to be gone this weekend, so we're going to have to do it that weekend. It's like... I never really thought about it because we we're building a business, mm -hmm. and we don't. You get so you get so consumed, consumed with yeah. it, and, and that's one thing about. I mean, I know this thing kind of went to being a new polisher, but um, this conversation. But that's one thing that people don't understand is how much of your life polishing can consume. Oh yeah, and if you let it, it'll take it, it all. It, it, it'll take everything from you if you let yeah. it, and and I know personally some polishers that let it take their whole life. Yeah. actually, you yeah. know, and. And, it uh, felt like they had to work 24 hours a day. And yeah, and we've talked about this a number of times. Yeah, a lot of times it leads into drugs, drugs and all it, kinds it, of other yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I hate it for no, our industry. It sucks because we already have an industry. We try to fight to make it a cleaner industry 100%. and keep drugs away from it. And and and, and there are a lot of great businessmen out there. Yeah, no, yeah, there is, there is. I'm, I've definitely noticed in the last six years there's been more. I don't want to call them professional polishers because I feel like they're all professional at some level. I just don't know what to call the ones that are straight and narrow, not doing drugs and doing it right, paying their taxes, doing mm -hmm. everything, getting the insurance that yeah, they're exactly. covered. Yeah. Like I don't know what to call those ones other than business polishers. Yep. You know? Like oh, right. they're doing it the way they should do it. And in the last six years there's been a lot more of that. But it is. It's rough. It it can consume you. You get that I don't want to call it greed, but no, you kinda get that money hungry and you see how much you could make. Could just stay up an extra couple yeah, hours. Shit, if we could, if we could just stay up the whole night and travel back home to get yep. to another job, yep. or or just not fall asleep, and then there's that way, no shortage of work yeah, ever, ever. And that's why I tell everybody: if you can't find a job, go buy a grinder, a sander, whatever. Call <laughs> me or Evan or whoever, and I can guarantee. Watch a bunch you, of YouTube videos. Watch YouTube. Yeah, don't you can make an extra couple hundred bucks at least a week. Easy. One truck a week. Easy. One truck a week. And it's it's unreal. It never ends. And if you're want to be mobile it will never end no i mean and, and that's the thing is the the glory of this job too is is i got family down in alabama and i need to get down there and see them if all i have to spend a month yeah, there with your family. yeah i just take make a phone with you. yeah make a phone call take my stuff with me and my whole entire i just work for maybe three four days and my whole time down there you know if i was down there for a week and i and i worked for three of it even if i stayed a week and a half I could still get a whole week for free, or you know, at least paid for, you know. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't out anything really for the most part. Yeah. Um, I know it sucks working on vacation, yeah. but <laughs> but you know how many times I've done it. Like yeah. I took my parents to Hawaii for their 40th wedding anniversary, and while I was there, I met a polisher, and we went and did some work while I was yeah. there. Like it worked out pretty cool. And, and and that's another thing is if you wanted to travel the world, you could even do oh, it. You know, yeah. we. We talked to some guys that are migrant workers from uh, South Africa. Yeah. And they're like, come come with, come back with us. You know, we can get you work and this and that. And, and they were serious. I mean, we could have done that and uh, we didn't. Um, I talked to a, a polisher out of uh, South America. I can't remember exactly where he's at. Down in South America somewhere. But he's always invited me down there yeah. too, you know. And I'd be like, man, that's just too much. <laughs> like, if you would ask me like three years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, yeah we're let's going go. to South America. <laughs> that's so cool. I mean, don't it'd be awesome to meet him and, and be able to say that. But yeah. when, once you start getting so busy, you know, at home, traveling out of the country, would be that's a, that's a whole thing. Well, back at it, like that's one thing I really think 
new polishers, young polishers should realize is that if you're comparing yourself to the guys that have been in it for 20 to 30 years, don't let it burn you out. Like, no. they've got 20 to 30 years of experience under their belt that you just, you're not going to get there tomorrow. Like, no matter how many YouTube videos you watch, it yes, that stuff helps, but it doesn't just give you that experience like you have you, to you just ha do it and it's that's an everyday thing you know but people and I'm sure people that have came and trained with you and even people we've trained which is not very many hardly any yeah, but you've trained some pretty you, good ones. yeah well but we try to explain to them too and it's hard for people to understand I'll teach you everything we know but you have to, you do, have to take you, it home yeah and do it. yeah and you have to do it repetitively yep. I mean we do this every day all the time and for those First, besides this COVID year, like you said, this is the first time I've ever relaxed and been home, you yeah. know, and and really calmed down to see what I've really missed. But those first, you know, four years, it's every day. This is your life. This is it. This is what we did. This there was yeah. nothing else in life, and that's bad to say. I mean, obviously, we were there for our kids as yeah. much as we could and stuff like that. But when I was home, I tried to always but, be home. Exactly, but I mean, you want to talk about hanging out with your friends or going and doing things? No, we were polishing. Yeah. We were we were that polishing, was... or we were figuring out different things to polish, or figuring out what we could polish, or and and that's almost the mentality that it's you an have. To, it is, and, yeah. and it'll it'll rope you in every time. You can't <laughs> get away. Every time you try to step yeah. back for a little yeah. bit, you're like, uh, I miss it. Yeah. Like I went went to with uh, my family down to Florida. And we were down there for like 10 days, Tammy's family. Mm -hmm. And the whole time I was there, I was like, I love these guys, but I can't wait to get home. Like, yeah. first thing I do every time I get home is I come to the shop. I miss the smells. Like, it's the first thing I do, no matter where I go on vacation. It's just, I yeah. don't know. Well, you know, and another thing that's tough is I love talking to people, obviously. Yeah. You can't shut me up. <laughs> but uh, it's so hard for me to have friends that aren't involved in trucking or polishing because... When this is all you do, this yeah. is all you want to talk That's about. All you know. When I'm sitting here talking about, you know, doing this or this show truck, or we're going here, or we're going that, they're just like, nah, it's neat. You know, I, I don't really even care. I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what a 359 or a 370, any yeah. of that stuff is. Yeah. And it's tough to converse with people when this is your life, and that's why I think we all complain about the truck show season because it's so much stress and a lot, a lot of hours. Yeah. Um, doing that but at the same time I think we're so we're so surrounded by each other and that world yeah I think that's what got me a little bit you know and kind of not saying depressed but it was I don't know you know because no one around where I live yeah. really it's not that this has been rough on me too yeah it does it's not that they don't care about what I do like I've had a few truck a few of our show guys through the shop this year but it's like nothing like being at a show no it's nothing because it just becomes, we call it truck show yeah, family. Exactly. But it's like, you get around all those guys and it's everybody all at once yep. and we're all just joking and having a good time with yep. each other. This year's been the toughest for me. Like, it's just weird not seeing everybody all at once. So. And even, I know this is dumb to say, weird. even a little bit of the, just the drama. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's not like we, I live for that, but I mean, it's it has just, been nice this year. It, with it, no it drama. has, but at the same time, it's weird not having yeah. that kind of stuff, you know? And, yeah. and, dealing with you know this what this person's doing or what this company's yeah. coming out with or whatever else yep. you know and, and the competitiveness in this industry is crazy oh, you know yeah. it's it's everybody's gunning 
Yep. Everybody's everybody's, everybody's yeah, got to be better and doing something better mm -hmm. and and um, but it's you know it sucks dealing with it, but at the same time I think it, it keeps us all going yeah. faster, you know, and just wanting to do better and better instead yeah. of sitting back and not you know wanting. If to, I had to sit behind a desk every day, I mean we do for the podcast here, but if I had to do it every day, I, I think it would get old. You know, I lose it. Yeah, I can do it. But that's probably the other side for me is I like being out. I like doing things, and the polishing has really given me that avenue. You know, mm -hmm. it's yeah, um, it's 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 so nice in that the aspect of I don't know how to explain it. It it's a very active work too. It keeps you going. Oh yeah. And, and you can get fat doing it because you sit around a lot, <laughs> but your upper body. Yeah, you get you get a lot of workout cardio in that way for sure. Oh, yeah, it'll beat you so, up. That's for sure. Will. Twenty years in, and I'm still okay. I do a lot of stretching. Yeah. But I can tell you on days when I don't stretch. Boy, well, you and I were just talking yeah, about we were that. Just yeah, talking about this when I started stretching more, so I was having such bad back pain and lower back pain, and started stretching more, and it was even my shoulders that helped out a lot. That's probably one thing that I should probably put into a YouTube video. I I always kind of figured like everybody just figured you should stretch but like it's something that we don't really talk about and i definitely well, see you, i think a lot of people too because even people that have had regular factory jobs yeah when you get there in the morning and doing stupid stretch yeah. no one ever really does it no one yeah. cares yeah but i tell you once you start doing a job you know people that do physical work a lot they will understand even if you think you look dumb i don't even care yeah. i'm stretching because yeah me too yeah so, laying in bed at night and you're like i'm just i'm just not gonna sleep because everything's tight my back's tight my legs are tight it's just it's not gonna be great yeah it hurts you know and and that's what i fought the longest is is when you think you're invincible like i did for a long time yep. you know and everybody all you guys all the old veteran yeah. guys need to wear a mask you need to you know stretch you need to do this and it's like Geez. we haven't got to talk yeah. into a mask yet. well you know honestly though we were doing really good you were for um, a while i was probably yeah. well covid hit and then it just kind of i guess i could have called you because you had send me four filters you yeah. know what i mean that was yeah. good like, just used to just going and buying filters or something yeah. if you needed them or whatever it may be but yeah. and I think my, my my deal got scratched up so we kind of I threw yeah, it you tried, inside. You tried buffing it or something? Yeah. yeah well I buffed it out one time I did the inside and it has a film on it I didn't yeah. know that yeah it's like my magnifying glass to your eyeballs yeah yeah yeah, yeah I still got that one actually <laughs> yeah but, yeah it's, it's so you you guys are out in Nebraska yes and have you always been in Nebraska or was that just where you ended up or you know, I was actually born in Alabama, Huntsville, and um, we moved when I was two. My mother was from Nebraska and moved back to Nebraska, and yeah, pretty much my whole life. And you live close to your mom? Close oh, yeah. relationship with your mom still? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, my mom lives like four blocks away from me. I know you always so, tell me that you're... Yeah, she actually lived with me for a while. Well, that didn't... That's a whole different deal. <laughs> <laughs> your old lady and your mom just don't get along right yeah. now. Even if you got a big house and they can separate, it still doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah, I would imagine so, not. Yeah, no, we uh, we really enjoy where we live. Uh, and that's where I met Parker, you know, three years ago. You guys are in a cool area there. I, Almost I, four years ago, actually. I got to uh, I got to come out and see your place, and it's it's very secluded, which is nice. You guys are in the middle of nowhere. It's nowhere. Beautiful out there, though. Yeah, it's it's great for. It'd be tough for someone that ever lived in a city to move out there. Um, yeah. Because it's one of those deals where, you're uh, you're 
you're an hour away from Walmart. <laughs> but I mean, we have all the essential stuff. We got a yeah. Dollar General and a Casey's. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> we got those on the moon, but yeah. no, we you know we got everything we kind of need. It, it's frustrating in a sense though because. I really want a central location where I can maybe slow down a little bit yeah. so we're not traveling all over the yeah. world doing this. I feel like everybody's got that dream of having a shop. Yeah. But I, I don't think a lot of people understand that like getting a shop in your early years, like I'm glad I didn't really and I really wanted one because that would have been a lot of overhead. A lot of overhead and it can yeah. bury you and it can exactly. it can squash a company before exactly. it ever gets a chance to get a run exactly. at Exactly. And I, I always tell everybody, especially the new polishers that call with questions, I'm like, listen, if you're trying to get a shop first year, like it took me almost 15 years. Well, I think it did take me 15 years before I got my shop. And even then, my first year in my shop here was tough. And I didn't pay a lot for this place. Like I just wasn't sure how I was gonna keep the lights on sometimes in the winter when it got slow. I was like, I still have a mortgage to pay every week. Exactly. Um, Car payments, cell phone bills, everything, you know, and then you add another 500 on top of that, you know, oh, that, yeah. you know, and you, and you think, you justify it in your head in the beginning, you're like, I can do that, you know, two trucks, no big deal, we run two trucks a year, but winter hits, mobile too. yeah, well, that's the thing, and that's, that's my biggest worry, even, even doing a shop now, getting guys to transition from mobile to exactly, shop, exactly, because yep. we've got them so trained, and they love it, yep. the fact that we come to them, yep. And they don't have to worry about anything, and they don't have to worry about getting a truck there or getting it back home or sitting outside. That was probably the hardest thing for us this year with COVID, with the tight restrictions mm -hmm. on the detailers. Is here, I wasn't allowed to go mobile at all. So some of my guys, even my local guys that have fleets that we used to go and do four or five or six trucks a day at, they were mad because they couldn't get four or five or six trucks here in a day to make it feasible to still let us do what we were doing. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't gonna work to send that many drivers over here. Yeah, I'm almost glad. We were talking last year about getting a shop, Parker and I, and I'm almost glad I didn't. It would've been the worst time in the world. Exactly, that would've been the yeah. worst. I mean, if we could've made it through now, we would've been okay. <laughs> this is worse than winter time, you know? I feel like, like anybody that survives this year is gonna make is gonna come out that much yeah. stronger. Yeah. Like, dot your I's, cross your T's this year, and it's gonna make you that much better for next year. I really feel like um, that's definitely going to be the best. I, I tell you, this year will teach you uh, how to save your money a lot oh, yeah. more than any other. <laughs> For year. sure. You know, and, it, and you know, you're used to making big don't money. Don't waste product. Exactly. Cut the fat as yeah. much as you can. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, there's even, you know, Parker and I, you know, instead of maybe wasting a wheel, well, use it longer than you can, you know, yeah. this year, just to just to make sure well, that... Well, I save all my burnt-up ones for diamond yeah. plate and step yeah, treads and that's stuff. Like, and you just... know, before, you know, ah, shoot, I got a new wheel on. I don't care. I'll just yeah. run through it on diamond tread or whatever, yep. you know, no big deal. And now it's like, yeah, you save those wheels yep. and you go grab them. You don't realize how much that stuff adds up. I mean, the first year I showed you that we melt down mm -hmm. rouge, it's like, you wouldn't think about it, but all those little nubs that we have at the end... Like, I save a year, and I do it in winter, because we're slower anyways, mm -hmm. and we just sit and melt rouge for two days, and re-pour it into molds, and it's like, I think last year, when we did it, it was one year's worth of nuggets, and we had brown, we had four or five hundred pounds, yeah. green, we had six hundred pounds, it was like, yeah. that would have all just been thrown away, but now five, six hundred pounds, exactly. I know polishers that aren't using five or six hundred pounds in a year. No, so like we added most polishers year worth of compound back to our shelves 
that most people are just chucking away. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one thing, you know. In, I mean, you got to know how to properly melt it down so you're yeah. not wrecking it. Yeah. But at the same time, that's a ton of compound. We have, I really should, because we have bags and totes full of rouge that we need to melt down. But we save every bit of it. Yeah. Every Even every little chunk we pick up. It adds up. up. It really does, you it know really it. It adds up. And, um... Especially on color, because it always seems like, for some reason, you always make sure you have enough cutting with color when it comes like, gosh dang it, we had another bar. I don't know why we're low. It because was, you don't use as much of it. Yeah, and you don't. So it's one of those out of sight, out of mind, mind kind things. of things, I'm pretty sure. I agree. So it's like, you're not really thinking about it, and then all of a sudden you're like, uh oh, I'm out. Yeah, well, like, and like, it, and it goes so far. So one yeah. bar lasts you a heck of a lot longer than, yeah. you know, brown bar, and you're like, oh yeah, well, I think we'll be all right. Well, then all of a sudden you're. You're about out, yep. and then you're pulling those little chunks that you're glad you saved because <laughs> yeah. you're using them now. Yeah, they're hoping you know to get you through, and yep. and, and and that's one thing. I hope you know with you launching the the Evans product now, we can get out to more stores. Yeah. That's one thing that's I think discouraging in a sense too, especially to a lot of these polishers that most people just buy what's easy and convenient yeah. to get a hold of, and and they don't. Well, and also too. I think a lot of polishers, they don't, they don't know how to gauge on what they have. So that you goes know, back to the whole business side for me. Like most other polishers, don't keep an inventory. Exactly. Like they're not buying fifty buffs at a time. Mm -hmm. And I was lucky. Like I figured that game out early. So like uh, I want to say I was maybe six or eight years into business, and I figured out that I needed to start buying in bulk because I ran out one time. Yes. And the place where I was buying it from couldn't get them for me. And I had to cancel a job because I couldn't get product. And I was like, I never want to be in that position again. And I know a lot of polishers, uh, since we sell product now, um, I get polishers call me all the time. They're like, I need you to overnight it because I need it tomorrow. And what sucks about that, I've been on that side. <laughs> It doesn't matter. So you're paying two hundred dollars. It costs two hundred dollars to ship, yeah, it. ship it, and it might not get there for three days with the overnighting. Sometimes and that two hundred dollars comes out of your bottom exactly. line. Exactly. Like you, exactly. You've got nowhere else to roll it into. It has to come out of your bottom line. Where if you'd have just shipped that to begin with, it would have saved it, you. It would have cost yeah. you forty bucks. Yeah, exactly. Like you added one hundred and sixty dollars to your bottom line, and you screw that up ten times a year. That's an extra sixteen hundred bucks. Like that doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot. Yeah, and that that extra money you're spending too. Is not a guarantee it's going to be there overnight sometimes, especially with the COVID stuff. Oh, That's the worst. Now it's the worst. Or, 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 you know, it always seems like crazy things like that happen around holidays for us. Oh, and yeah. then we try to get stuff overnighted, and then it's like three days later, and it's like, oh my God, this is terrible. Yeah. You know, Are we going to get it in time? Yeah. Like, yeah you you know, miserable. lucky for us now, I don't really put us in that position ever because we keep track of everything very closely now. Sure. But still, sometimes, you know, there are times that. You use more than you thought you were going to use yep. at a job. Yeah, and you've like, all been there. You're getting... actually. I still did it this year. I was out at STS's building, and we were polishing his dump trailer. I thought I had enough compound, and we got done with the first day, and I was like, "Oh boy, yeah, this ain't good. We're not going to make it through the second day." I called Ellen. I'm like, "I need you to overnight it right now." She overnighted it. It didn't make it there. Mm -hmm. As we were packing up, the stuff showed up as we were packing up, and I was like. Thank God we had enough. Yeah, like we just skipped through with enough. But it, it, that that sucks too because that costs you money. Oh yeah. You, you know that you didn't need to spend and and and, it, and it's you're never gonna know perfectly. You know you can sit and do this. You know we've been doing this for five years. You've been doing it for 
ever. Twenty for you know twenty. Of the dirt year. was new then, but <laughs> anyways. But you still can't ever a hundred percent gauge exactly you no. know what you're gonna need. I was you only going for the one job. Yeah, you, I thought I had you, enough. But you can get a really good idea. But still, I mean, it's it's you know because people ask that. I know you've I've heard I, phone calls with you ask. Well, guy today asked you know how many bus do I need? Yeah. I don't really. You should only really maybe need one or two. <laughs> But, it, but you I never don't know. know. You, yeah, I don't know how how you're going to use it. I don't yeah. know if you're going to hit a bunch of holes. If you're going to take it across the top of tread plate, like I don't know. Yeah, I, I always hate answering that question when people call. They're like, "How much am I going to need?" I'm like, "You should call Stevie Wonder and have him tell you what color his shirt is." Yeah. Like, he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that it, it, it's a tough one because you don't know exactly. Like I said, you can gauge it for doing it yeah. over years. I mean, I have a ballpark. Yeah. yeah, and that's when we go to do big jobs. Obviously, I don't carry all my inventory with me, um, but I know we're roughly going to do you know ten, fifteen trucks. I know what should be able to do ten, fifteen right. trucks, especially trucks that we've done past time. I sh should know what it should take. Right. But even then, sometimes when it comes to, like sandpaper. That's another big one, you know. That's hard to gauge because yeah. you might think it's all right, and then sometimes you get, there, you get into a job, yeah. and it just beats you up. Yeah, and then yeah, well, and even you know, the next year you're like, well, it should be even better. I shouldn't need that much sandpaper, yeah. and you hadn't seen the trucks, yeah. so you're just going down there thinking. Come to that, find out they've been sandblasted. Yeah, they're terrible. And you're like, oh my god, we're gonna sand <laughs> Start every all tank over every again. week. Every yep. you know, everything's gotta be sanded again, and and um, so you try to keep plenty in there, but. I just get worried being on the road a lot in yeah. case we get broken into. I don't want freaking everything stolen. Decimated, yeah. yeah. I, we've seen that quite a few times at shows where people have gotten their buffers and everything stolen out of a parking lot. You know, it's like. Kansas franchise. Yeah. We were down in Dallas. Dallas. And they were at the hotel and got it all stolen out of LA at the, at the hotel. Like, no, no, no. It wasn't at the hotel. They were at the event center. Really? The parking garage during the day is when that happened. That's where it was. I thought it was at the hotel. Hammett got robbed at the hotel. Oh, that's right. Five Star Hotel. That's they had a truck right. they parked. That's right. Yep. You can't tell me it wasn't an inside job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody knew what was up. Yeah. That yeah. was, you know, being on the road, you got to look at that stuff too. So a lot of these guys, you want to go on the road and uh, it's, that's a whole different yeah, episode right there. I could be a Parker and I could have a whole episode of road just, stories. Just the hotel. You guys stay in some of them. What? Some I'm, of the I'm the like... biggest Jew in the world <laughs> when it comes to that. No, you not, guys like staying in nice places, and I'm like, Jew, you're just tight. Well, if I could, if 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 I could save twenty dollars, we'll stay in this place. So that's what we do. See me, I just. It's not that I don't want to stay in those places. It's just I really don't want to stay in those I'll places. I'll tell you this right now. You don't. I want to make sure I stay in those bed. places, and I'll tell you. We should. I should, Parker and I should do a whole podcast videos of just the the hotels. The hotels you stay in, and like film them while we're there, <laughs> and the things we see, and, and the craziness. I keep saying like you should start a YouTube channel on the polisher's life, yeah. like. You guys are living the most interesting polisher's yeah. life I know. Well, yeah, like, you know, you try to do everything as cheap as possible on the road. Because it, it hurts your bottom dollar. It I does. It. It but does. for me, I don't want to sleep in a place where I'm not sure I'm going to live through the night. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or go to a place where you go up to the front desk and ask for another pillow, and they just tell you to take your comforter and roll it up <laughs> for an extra pillow. I was like... That's a that's an easy. I don't know why I didn't think of that. <laughs> I didn't think Thanks of that. for letting me walk a half mile up here for you to tell me that, you know. And, and at the same time, the same place. Just to give you a little taste of it. You had to watch the microwave. 
No, that's a different one. <laughs> same state though. Different, different, uh, same state, different city. But anyways, uh, no, uh, we watched a guy in his car, definitely under influence of something, dismantle his whole entire dash and center console to find something we don't know what. We watched it though. We sat and watched them the whole time. See, like yeah. I, I don't want to sleep in a place like that. Like if I don't know where that guy's going when he's done, or another one too. <laughs> this same state as well. We're gonna have to have a whole episode on this. So this is a good one. <laughs> we stay in one where there's um, women that do things for you. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, the lady that most cheap hotels do. Yes. And. Most of the time when they see us, they know we just ignore them. They don't mess with us. We yeah. go in a room yeah. and not trying to die that way. But the coolest part of it is, is the lady that runs that operation uh, walking around. She was super. It was like out of a movie. Stuff we'd never seen before. That's that's a whole different story. That was crazy. Um, God dang, I could just go for days. <laughs> I just thinking. And most of it's in one state. Just the craziness that you see at the hotels down there is, is nuts, and and the people you run into. And for me, it's the opposite. Like we, I always try to stay in nicer places because I don't want to end up in those situations. The problem is we come in filthy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're black. Yeah. So the places I walk into, they're like, ah, I don't yeah. know if I want to rent to yeah. you for the night. Like, mm -hmm. and it it sucks because some of the places that are just okay with it are the places that. Like you're staying there, mm -hmm. and it's we'll see. Like for you, some too. weird conversation. So I always try to go in while I'm clean yeah. at the room, so that when I come back, they can't refuse exactly. you. Exactly. And then they're like, ah. Yeah. You know, we always try to shower. If we're gonna stay in a nice place, we have to. We always try to wash our faces off before we get yeah. there. Yeah. You, you kind of fight that in a sense. Yep. And, and that's another thing people should know if you're gonna go on the road. Um, if you're gonna stay in nicer places, I'll tell you right now. And Evan's the one that kind of put me onto this. Make sure you bring cleaning supplies so you can clean so you your clean tub the shower, out. Because otherwise they will out. charge you. Yeah, they will. Or, and, and, and We've learned like that lesson the hard way a number of times. Yeah, um, and that's why we stay at the places we do because you pay them cash. And <laughs> they don't they care. They don't care. Uh, that's not the worst thing they've no, seen no, in those rooms. Not, <laughs> shower's black. Yeah, okay. This is, there's not a body in there. <laughs> you know? um, that's so terrible. It, it's, but it's it, probably it's true. Extremely true. It's extremely true. So usually this part of the show... I'll ask you what products you're using. I don't want to go down that road because we already know what you're using. You're well, you hope I'm using. No, I'm hoping. No, exactly what we're using. You know, uh, it, it, going to that, to prove that point, um, which it doesn't need to be proven, but we missed out on a few days of work because of this COVID deal because that, remember I tried placing yeah. an order yeah. and I didn't know that, that yeah. the factories had all shut down. It was terrible. We've been fighting issues getting products in all year. I mean, some of the manufacturers that are making our stuff, they've had cases of COVID. Some of them had to close down for 14 days at a time. And it's really putting us in a tarp, in a hard, hard spot sometimes. Cause like I told Ellen, like we've had green rouge on back order for like three weeks and I ordered it two months ago. And it's like, they were just getting ready to ship it out. They had a case of COVID. They had to shut down for 14 days. They had to start over. Yeah. Got ready to ship out. Another case of COVID. Had to shut down for another 14 days. So now, it's like they haven't pushed us back in the line. It's just they haven't been able to be open. Yeah. So when it does finally ship in, we're going to be stocked full again. So I said, listen, we're just going to keep selling. Tell everybody it's on back order. As soon as it comes in that day, she's gonna pack everything up and ship it out. Like that's gonna be a terrible packing day for her. Like, yeah, feel bad for the UPS guy. Yeah, he's not gonna love life. Four million packages to carry out. <laughs> Two thousand pounds of compound. Yeah, exactly. Two pounds at a time. 
Yeah, that's that was tough for us, you know. Uh, and a lot of guys are like, why don't you run down to um, here or there or whatever? And, and and honestly, we could we could go down this road too on the on the on a product deal. Um, I can polish with anything. Yeah, we can. I just don't like it. How we're set up and what we do, and especially what you've came out with, is formulated around your process, yep. and it works perfectly. I'm not going to sit and bash on anybody's product, but Me for neither. what we do, it works for us. Yeah. We've tried other. We yeah. we have, you know, and you and yeah. I talked about it when we were when we were down at one of our big customers. We tried several different products. That was awesome. You guys that took we've some never, cool videos. yeah, that we've never done before, and um, I'm not going to say they didn't work. They just didn't work. Didn't work how what level. we want? Yeah, the level and what what we want to do, you know, and in in our honest opinion was what we use is still the best for how we use it and what we do and and, and for what we feel is comfortable to give and, and not saying any any just that's how we feel yeah. you know i honestly. feel like once you've got once you've gotten the polishing knowledge and figured out how to do it you could polish with anything mm -hmm. but to get the results in a timely manner at the level that you want that's when product finally comes into mm -hmm. play exactly. like new polishers i tell them use whatever product you're comfortable with once you get the hang of it and you want to start leveling yourself up, spend a little extra money, get a better product. I shouldn't say better product because it's not necessarily that. It's stuff. It is better product. Yeah, it's probably it, the best way to say it. I yeah. guess. I'm not hating on anybody because everybody's product works on some level, but to get faster, you have to get a <laughs> compound that is tailored for your industry. If you're using, let's just say, Tripoli on stainless because that's what your manufacturer is telling you to use, it's not going to work as well as a stainless no, bar. Exactly. I mean, so use the products that you should be using to get the job done because you'll get it done quicker, you'll get it done easier with better results. Yeah. And the guys that are telling me they're doing four or five trucks in a day without good products, I don't believe it sometimes. Like it's we could be, but I'd love to see it and, and not trying to match the results. Anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. just there's no way we you know and that, and that's another thing is 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 people don't understand this too and and we had to learn this as well you know obviously getting into this is there's so many different mixtures of brown bar you know people think there's just one brown bar every company's brown's a little there's different there's hundreds of different recipes yep. on how to make that and yep. how to tweak it and how to make it better and 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 also too is is so a brown bar you buy from your your truck stop is going to be different than a brown bar, you know, that you sell or someone else sells, and and, and trying to explain that to people, especially no one that's a truckers. Brown. Yeah, exactly. What well, you can go buy wheels that I see them at such a okay. First of all, that's a whole different wheel, buddy, and and do you, and, and yeah, we'll do it. It's not going to look as good, and I'm going to have to charge you more. You, yeah. you know what I mean? It's going to take it, me more time. Yeah, it's going to take me more time. The products are probably going to cost me more because it's marked up at a freaking truck stop, yeah. you know. So yeah. full retail. Yeah, yeah. and it's not going to look as good for how we do it you know yeah. I don't you know maybe if I sat and worked with those wheels for five years I could figure them out I don't know and if the fabric wears out faster now it's costing me more yeah. money so all that stuff trickles down I mean yeah. it, like I said it all goes back to that bottom line at some point in time yeah yeah and that's what you got to watch the most yeah. because you might think you're just making money hand over fist because it's just you see that constant, coming in constant money come flowing in yeah. and you're busy you're busy you're yeah. busy and then at the end of the year, you're like, holy cow, you know, I spent... Where is it all? Yeah, well, I spent a lot of money I didn't realize, you know, because you're just 
oh, I can make I can make a thousand dollars more yeah. or whatever it may be, and yeah. and yeah, and once you get serious with it and you want to actually make yeah. a career out of it, yeah. you got to really you got to really watch what you I do. I said I've seen so many polishers over the years. A lot of big guys do awesome things, and I don't think I've ever seen one retire. Yeah, I mean, because <clears throat> everybody's chasing that money tomorrow. Yeah, and nobody's really looking at that money. 20, 30 years from now, you know, I've been in it 20 years and I, I can't retire tomorrow. I mean, I wish I could, it'd be great, but I got another 20 years. And, you, and you've done things extremely well for yourself, you know what I mean? And, yeah, we're doing all right. And, and uh, but I mean, obviously it didn't happen overnight too. No. People need to realize that when they they watch your video. But we, we kind of touched on that before. Is 15 years time. full full time this year. So, I mean, it took 15 years of Every day, busting it to get here, yeah. Every day, yeah, yeah. It just so the most interesting question, and I'll, I'll segue into this because we're kind of there already. But what's been the highlight of your five-year career so far? Like, what was the what was the peak or like the coolest moment or greatest thing you've worked on? Like, what what was? You could that? have a whole segment of this. <laughs> you know, after I got involved with Evans, um, the. I mean, what do you want, like, craziest thing, or do you want, like, cool? I mean, crazy and cool are two different things. What's the one What's the one moment you couldn't replace in the last five years? Like, if somebody came to you and was like, I'm going to take everything away, but I'll let you keep one memory. That's impossible. <laughs> We've had too many, you know, all the different things we got to do, you know. I mean, We've had a lot of fun. We have. We've, you know, got the people we've got to meet. You know, it's it's insanity on... on the amount of even famous people that are involved yeah. in trucking that people don't even realize, yeah. you know, and or or their families are involved, you know, and then you're closer to them, you know, yeah. you're you, you know, and and just that part of it is is cool. Um, I don't. That's a tough one, man. I, got I know. Some, I can sit here. That's what I'm saying. That's a whole segment of itself. I can just sit and tell stories about <laughs> all the cool things and the people we've got to meet. Well, then just toss me one. We'll see where it goes. So I will say that I I feel like our biggest highlight together was definitely Tulsa because that it really solidified our friendship. I mean, you and I had talked. I used to call you every day. <laughs> literally, literally. I'll, I there was times where I didn't even want to answer my phone. I'll be honest with you, and I know you knew that. You call me three I or four times in a row sometimes. I shouldn't even tell the story because people tried pulling the same shenanigans I did. So you can't see it. That uh um. So I hear about this guy. He's from Oklahoma. He has this hand polish. Um, he's famous. He does all these show trucks. Well, I'd get on Instagram or Facebook or wherever. Instagram, I think. Instagram, was, I yeah, think it was, yeah. Figure out who this guy was. And I was like, uh, first of all, he's from Wisconsin. I'm hearing this all from another party. And uh, so I see what he's doing, and I go, I, go, I want to do that. So the only way to figure out how to do that is call the person doing it, I guess. And, and I answer my call. Yeah, I did. I try to okay, as much as well, possible. Well, but I called you, and you, I left you a voicemail because I think you're real busy doing something. I can't remember what it was. It was obviously during the summer, so I'd been at a peak time, and it was during the day. Like I think I was working on a dump trailer. One or two in the afternoon, so uh -huh. it was like right after lunch, you know, or something. I can't remember, but you called me right away back, and I started asking you questions like crazy. 
Not really about the show stuff at first. I think it was just more or less no, just, just using product. It was just polishing yeah. the product in general. Yeah. And he kept telling me to do his training course. Well, he'd never met me, so he would know this part of me is I don't pay for things like that. <laughs> and I'll just call you every single day until I just get all the information. So that's what I did. Well, so then, a long roundabout yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the, well, long story short is, you know, and I always tell everybody, like, how'd you meet Evan? And I go, honestly, we talked for almost a year and never yeah. met. Something like, not quite a year, maybe. It was months, though. I want to say it was like eight months. Yeah. Nine months, maybe. And it got to the point that I called you so much that we almost just became personal on the phone and not even yeah. really about polishing. We just, you know, I just wasn't one of those deals. Yeah, we're just so checking out each other's yeah, just, sometimes. I'm so consistent about things, you know. <laughs> but no, I agree on that, on that memorable moment. You know, thinking of all the crazy, cool, it wild was, things we did, that was the beginning of it. It kind of leads to your, how tight you are. Like, yeah. you, you wanted the training course, but I was like, I just don't do it for free because it's an inconvenience here at the shop. I mean, you've done some training now. Yeah. And you understand that, like, me shutting my shop down for a day to train somebody or take them along to a job site and train them really messes your day and your flow up. It's like, to do it right, it really messes it up. So then you're like, well, what can we can we work something out? And yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, that's when we, then you come like, to a yeah, show yeah, with yeah, me, yeah, and I just won't pay you yeah, a whole lot. Yeah, that's what it was. I don't think you told me that part. You <laughs> said come to the show. No, I yeah. offered you. What was it? One hundred twenty-five dollars a day. Hundred. Hundred dollars. No, I was day. like, yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> I was like, I'll give you a hundred dollars a day. We didn't know we were day. gonna do twenty-one trucks in three days. <laughs> we did. Yeah, that was in trailers too. I don't even remember how many but, trailers. You got three days worth of like intense hardcore and training. working on on giant show trucks we've never seen before. And you know, not and we just never... show trucks, but we were working on a lot of work trucks. Well, I, we were too, too, but I mean, but to, to even get to work on those show trucks, that was worth to us. We you got know? twenty-one trucks worth of knowledge in three, three days. days. Yeah, that was pretty wild. <laughs> and that was pretty... this is a guy that was doing a truck every two days. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is he yeah. were doing a truck every two days? Yeah. And you went from one every two days to 21 in three days. Yeah, like, we didn't think it could be possible. And we weren't just doing like little trucks either, no. like Kenny Fisher. We did yeah, his frame rails. His frame rails on his trailer. Backside of his boxes, I think, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was, I was laying underneath his truck. Yeah. I was grinding away yeah. at the backside of yeah. his truck. Parker was in there. Like, we were just going nuts on these things. Yeah, that was, that was when we got a taste of the show live. And then that's yeah. You guys ended up getting to be on the Shell Tele Show with me yeah. that year. Well, and just to show, you know, the the yeah, we were on the we were on TV. We got on uh, um, Tony Justice's tour bus. Yeah, that was crazy because we gave his his bus driver a ride. Yeah, and then of course me being me, I was like, hey, can we get on there? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's supposed to let us, but we just gave him a ride. So. It's a it was a cool life experience. Yeah, it was. It was. And that was a really and tornadoes that trip. Like, oh shoot, yeah. And then they had to put all the trucks in the building. Yeah. And, yeah, that was that was a crazy deal. And all the guys from East Coast freaking out because they'd never seen a tornado <laughs> and I kept telling them it was gonna be fine. So and, for me that was the highlight of us. Like Yeah, it was and I was you know, thinking of all like I said, going back to these crazy crazy experience. I wanna go back to training real quick because it's still in my head. When you're talking about how it's it's, it's kind of an inconvenience. And I think people, when they call to ask on how much it costs, it kind of blows them away a little bit. Yeah, because they're like $500 is a lot. A That's a lot a day. But you don't realize, I can make more than that and not show some... You, 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 I can make $1,000 a, a day. day. Or I can make $500 a day not getting anything done. And I can't do anything else. No, no. And I'll be that, honest yeah. with you, there's some people that have come through and trained where 
we've gone through $100 in product that day, yeah. like sandpaper, buffs, compound. Like, I spent, I, I only made $400 that yeah. day. Plus, I wasn't able to be on my phone. I wasn't able to do business as usual. Yeah. So it's like, I can make $1,000 a day if I don't have somebody here. So it's like, if I'm training you, yes, $500 is a lot, but most people don't understand. Like, I shut my shop down for most of the polishers that I train. If you're new, like, I don't do anything else other than you're here or working. Yeah. I've had some experienced polishers come through that are like, we want to work on customers' trucks, and it's like, okay. That's a little bit better. We'll make that yeah, work, yeah. but the, at least then we're still making some money. But even then, I can't do $1,000 worth of work and teach somebody, somebody. properly. Like, I can even get if they know one truck a day yeah. done if I'm training somebody. Even if they know the gist of it, you still, it's not up to your standards on what you want done, no. you know? So you got to check over the work you got to make sure everything's even good then enough. they go home for the day and i'm going to repolish it yeah like i want my technique and my pattern on yeah that. yeah but now skipping back to when we met down at tulsa um yeah all the, i mean that's where it all started you guys got a crash course at the cost of a hundred dollars a day yeah it was wild <laughs> that was crazy first time i ever went to casino yeah. everything i mean we had, a, we had a crazy time down there i took care of you guys i wanted you guys to have a good time because i felt bad because I, I knew only paying you guys a hundred dollars a day wasn't great. I had a twenty-five dollar hamburger while we were there. Yeah, I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of. I product. take good care of everybody when I take yeah. everybody to shows. Like I try to buy their meals. I put yeah. everybody in no, a we nice had, hotel. Yeah, or we, I mean, you Airbnb. paid for you paid for a fuel too, and you paid yeah. for a hotel. You paid for all our meals. Yep. You know, we we went and had fun casino. We had got no sleep whatsoever. Literally, that was team no sleep. No, it was three that days. Was, that I was think we slept what five hours in three maybe. days. We, we got, like, no sleep the whole time we were there. That was brutal. And, and honestly, God, we say, like, that was a bit... We do that every show, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and honestly, that wasn't even the worst show. I think the worst show we ever did was it was Texas. It was, like, 30... Last you year? Were, you were up longer than us. We were up, like, 30-some hours, and you were up, like, 40... You guys were 36, I was yeah, 44. Yeah, whatever it was. 44 hours, no sleep. Straight working, too. It wasn't, like, sitting around BSing. My last six hours was schmoozing. Like, I was hanging out with people, and... They wanted to take us out to dinner, and it was like, all right, well, I haven't slept for 38 hours. And they're like, ah, I don't know, it'd be no big deal. Well, then I ended up out with those guys for six hours, and it was like, oh, my God. I was dead. Yeah. You passed out in the chair at the show. I did. Yeah. It took like it a four actually, hour nap. You know, the craziest thing is, is, is going a little bit of memories. I could have been on television if I wouldn't have been halfway asleep <laughs> with the Ice Road Trucker people. Yeah. They invited me to come on TV with them. They were doing a little interview, and they're yep. like, hey, you want to be on TV? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm asleep. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll tell you, that's how tired I was. I could have been on national television, That was the but roughest, I was so tired. That was probably the roughest trip of my career, just because we were pushing so hard to make sure that we got our guys in the yes. position they were in. And, and some of them were so far behind with the motor blowing and all oh, the, all yeah. that stuff, you know. And oh yeah, oh, that was terrible. Tim's that, truck was, was just it was bad. That thing was covered in oil. Like I felt bad. terrible because, like, I, bet I we, didn't think it needed that level of work. I bet we wasted hundreds of rags on that thing trying to wipe it down. Oh yeah, Easy. I saw you guys chucking hundreds. Yeah, just a mountain of rags. But even then, down. I mean, we still got what four best of shows. Yeah. Um, five second places, four third places. I don't think anybody didn't place that we no, did. Everybody everybody did very well. So it's like, we reaped the reward. Yeah. But at the same time, like, was it worth staying up 44 hours? 
I don't know, that's a tough one, yeah. Probably. <laughs> We'd probably do it again. No, listen, I'm sure we will. Yeah, I was going to say, if, it was, if Dallas was this question. year, we would already be doing that dumb stuff again. Yeah. yeah. We always say we're not going to, but we always do. Yeah, it goes back to that addiction. It like, does. Metal polishing just sucks you in. And when you're competing at the top level, and it's like you're putting stuff out year after year after year. And, and, and it helps too is those the truckers are so competitive with it too. They yeah. love it. It's in their system. So yeah. you're just as jacked as they are. You, yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah. and you can feel, you feel fulfilled because you helped get it somewhat there too, you know? Yeah. And, and not saying we're the reason they won, but you, you know, you No, help. listen, you, these guys sink hundreds of thousands of dollars into these trucks. And it's like, and, and you gotta, we're, the, we're the cufflinks yeah, yeah. on a suit. You know, or were the tie yeah. on a suit? You know, it's like we're that little sliver that just makes everything flow together. Yeah. You know, if your polishing's not right, that's one of the main things that gets seen. You know, yeah, and and just being clean in general. You yeah. know, we do a lot of detailing too. Yeah, a lot of the white glove shows people don't understand the uh, level. The, the level goes to you know um, to give people that don't know. They pull your seatbelt out, and if you have dirt on your seatbelt, on the end of your seatbelt, seat they'll Drag pull your seatbelt yeah. out. You know, I mean, that's how bad it is. If they can reach an arm in there and touch dirt, yeah. that's you're getting the tiebreaker stuff gets crazy. Yeah, like I don't want to give that away because I don't want people to know what some of these tiebreakers yeah. are. But like, we take care of that. Yeah, like we pull stuff apart that most people don't because. I know if it comes down to a tie. <laughs> the dumbest things yeah. that should never be done for no reason. But if it comes down to a tie, I want to make sure my guys have that upper leg. You yeah. know, like that's the level that we've gotten to. Like, and, and, and that's what you have to be. If you want to do the things that we get to do, you have to do that. And, and, and Dallas last year, in this 44-hour team no sleep, like we had two guys in the same class and the judges went back and forth from one truck to the other trying to find something wrong to decide one and two like our two guys were in first and second place one was going to get best of show one wasn't and it's like okay now it's both our trucks yeah. where do they decide like, because we knew they were ready yeah we knew they were on point we knew they were clean we knew all the spots that the judges traditionally look for were clean and right how do you decide that you know and eventually they just found something and it was what do you do and it's a, that's, you're happy but you're sad yeah, at the same, same time. time it's such a tough call and it's so hard you know to make those decisions because i try not to do two in the same class because i don't ever want to have that one two situation someone's gonna their somebody's gonna be sad, sad. And, it, and it sucks because because you, you want to be sad with them and you're like man you know you know maybe this next year or something you know what i mean just different ideas but even then like for us it's still a business like if i go to the show there's only five classes if i do five trucks it's like all right it cost me 14 grand to be here this week how do i make 14 grand out of five trucks i can't charge each one of them three grand to make people, 15 grand so that i make a profit people like, don't understand that either it's I, tough you know some people don't understand that it costs money to even be on the lot Really? polish there people don't understand that show hotel yeah they used to sell a lot yeah and I had to pay 15 grand just to have the lot one year like it sucked because I we had other polishers that were mad at us and it was like I'm sorry but I had to pay 15 grand to be here yeah. like because that's the rules that's how they do it they sell the lot so that there isn't that extra drama at the lot and it's like I felt bad 
but what do you do? Like I paid fifteen grand. If you just get to come in for free, that's yeah, not fair either. No, it's not. And it's there's so much more to that world that people don't see or understand or know, and they just see things that are said on on social media, yeah. and and they they don't know the whole story. You know, it, and that's one thing about Evans. I will say. I know this is way off topic. That's one thing that kind of drives me nuts a little bit. Is I hear stories about us it's crazy because once you're up at that point you hear stories about yourselves sometimes i wish those stories were true exactly and you're like that's not even okay but i wish it was I, real. I wish that happened but that's not even remotely true that's that we weren't even there you know i mean or we were there but we weren't even in at that point or where, where whatever it may i love be. when i hear the show is rigged no oh, jesus like Aaron. i love it because yeah. like if you only knew, like... Well, you know, you hear so many stories about on, on you know, judges being friends or paid or what. You, you know, it doesn't... Ha I hate to say it, it doesn't happen. It, 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 it happens. It, all the well, shows Well, do. I mean, it, it can happen, but I, I honestly think that the people, the shows that we're involved in, the ones that we mostly go to... I'm not knocking on any small shows. I love small yeah. shows. They, I really enjoy them. I do, too. Um, they're great, but the big... The big shows, you say big money, it's not big money shows for nobody. Actually, no. Nobody, everybody's I don't paid. think anybody comes out small like Everybody's roses. paying to be there, trust yeah. me. Um, but uh, in some way. It's marketing. Exactly. That's, <laughs> what we, that's our excuse. Um, but uh, I've scratched it up to marketing so many times. Yeah. Um, but that those people are so close to each other as well, too, where it's it's hard for them to really cheat each other you, you know i mean yeah. i mean things can happen but it's it's for the most part the big shows are pretty unbiased like there's a little bit of politics involved yeah. but at the end of the day like when it's white glove it's white glove somebody else is going to see you pull dirt out of there and the sad thing is is who it mostly gets blamed to is back to polisher so if you want to be a show polisher there you go yeah, you're, good gonna, luck. you're gonna be one eating it because if they yeah, shove their hand yeah. in somewhere and come out with a handful of grease yep. you're the one gonna eat be yep. eating curl real quick yep. They're the, you're the first person they knock on your door yep. come looking for you yep you know and when it, they win it's great yeah when they don't but that's the responsibility that we take, you, you know, and, and we understand that. You're knowing it, you know, and you take the blunt force of that mostly yeah. because when we're at those big shows with you, you know, I mean, you're the ringleader of that whole operation. You know, when Parker and I go to smaller shows, it's that's a little bit different. You know, there's yeah. not half million dollar trucks there, you know, competing for national. It's still fun. No, no, it is. But what I'm saying is, is the, the stakes aren't so high yeah. that it's crazy. Yeah. Like even when we're going to Wapan this weekend, yeah. And I had somebody message me the other day. They're like, "How crazy do I need to get this thing clean?" I'm like, "Listen, it is so loosely judged. Yeah. Like most of these judges aren't getting out of their golf cart. Yeah, they're gonna pull up. They're gonna look like this, left, right. Eh, looks good. Good. Have a good day. Some people judging there don't even know how to judge. You know, yeah. <laughs> you have to hear that from some of the competitors yeah. don't even know how to do it okay well it's for fun right? yeah. everybody gets a trophy so yeah, everybody go. just hang out have yeah. a good time drink a beer it's gonna go away yeah so well this year you said they're not doing the whole everyone gets a trophy right no it's still going to be that way this really? year yeah it's nothing's changed this year i thought they were going to change it up a little bit and try and update it a little bit but uh it didn't happen i don't know if it was just last minute or covid stuff or what's going on but uh really hasn't changed a lot it's going to be pretty well the same as it was every other year so it's going to be hectic during judging time It'll be fun. But it's a good time. It is. It's, I tell everybody about Wapan. 
you want to go to a truck show that's a good time a lot of trucks a lot of diversity in trucks too it's not I could never own that truck you, you, you know what I mean I, you, a lot of people always want to go to Louisville and um, and, and see those trucks they're cool don't be wrong it's yeah. the best of the best of the world you yeah. know what I mean I, or no, maybe world but you it's know, the best it's introduction to the show season yeah yeah no, you know and you get to see the the best of the best but at the same time I enjoy seeing stuff that gets worked every day oh, and, and actually gets used and and I'm not bashing the, the trucks that don't get used yep. I mean I love them trucks too and yep. we're so blessed to get to work on those trucks Thompson's and, truck is one of the yeah, coolest trucks yeah, it's, it's 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 awesome but I also I also enjoy seeing a truck I know that's getting hammered down the road every single day yep. and getting used how it's supposed to be used and and that's that's fun um, and, and seeing all the diverse of what everyone's doing with, you know, you think of a typical show truck is, is a long hood truck, you know, and it's oh, cool yeah. now seeing a lot of these slope nose. A lot of the Kenworths. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we got Barry up on the wall here, right behind you there. Yeah. Um, I love Barry's Kenworth. That thing just sits right on the ground. And it's... Oh, and you got Ethan Young. Ethan you know? Young's yeah. arrow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's neat on, on seeing that. And it's different, you know. You... you I think a lot of people all kind of gravitate towards a Peterbilt because yeah. that's just how it is, you know. That's the most iconic truck and cool thing. And I remember Tulsa, perfect example. We saw, um, gosh dang it, uh, Rudy's truck. Yep. The you know his Kenworth. Yep. And that was the first time we saw a pimped out Kenworth just like slammed that. Slammed on the just ground. Slammed, and that's the first time we ever saw a freaking bumper all the way down the ground, you know. <laughs> and we're like, oh my god, like. My new favorite truck's Kenworth, you know, yeah. and and then you start seeing the slope nose stuff, you know, Barry's old truck oh, that Bear yeah. has, you know, Big Bear's got it, Big now, Bear's yeah. got it, and and we saw that. Honestly, that wasn't I wasn't a Tulsa. We saw that up here, I think, because um, we got to work on it the first time. I think in Wapan, he brought it here. Yeah, it was our I first year so, of Wapan, yeah. and that was our first. Honestly, time. that was the truck that changed arrows for me, like I had seen some people doing arrows, and there was a lot of cool stuff going on on the West Coast. But when Barry did it and took it to Louisville that year, that was it for and me. One. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it just blew me away because he did some things in that that nobody else had done before. I mean, putting a stack kit on it and just going crazy with it, the picket elbows, like, that was the first one that, like, I knew the industry was going to change a little bit. Like, that arrow put other arrows on the map and put people on their toes to the point of, oh boy, you know we what, can do something cool with an arrow. You know a story I always tell. And, and then Clint Dix got into the, it. No, I was, I was going to say, I was just going to say the, the craziest thing that ever His Volvo, out, he yes, did for Volvo. 75 Chrome Shop. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm like. It was the coolest Volvo I'd ever yeah, seen. I've seen it and I'm like, oh my God, this should never come out of my mouth together. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you shouldn't really knock Volvos. I mean, no. sure, they're, they're probably one of best riding trucks i don't know I listen mean, i'll polish anything yeah no, yeah we will you know it's it's weird everyone always asks you know what do you do the most of obviously i'll say right now peterbelts yeah. or, or w9s yeah. because obviously they got the most stuff yeah and, and and a lot of times you know the goes back to iconics a lot of these guys getting in owner ops you can tell that's that's the cool stuff you yeah. know and that's what people want when they buy their own trucks the guys we're usually yeah. dealing with yeah and um and I and I say not really jokingly, but Volvos and Max are about the least. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we did all Max today. You, you know, but it's just it's just weird because a lot of times 
you know, when it comes to those trucks, though, they're usually fleet trucks and they don't get, you yeah. know, polished, you know, and it's kind of neat to see, you know, Clint Dix having that truck. I mean, you could proudly drive that yeah. truck, you know, if, you, <laughs> if you're, you know, one of those guys, you know, and it, it's, and, and I think Jason too, Justy, he's yeah, got a, he's oh, got yeah. a Volvo and he loves the hell yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cool, you know, yeah. and, and um, it's, it's neat to see that different stuff, you know, instead of, and that's why I tell a lot of guys that. Even Dawes this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly. And it all stemmed from, I, I feel like, Barry's truck. Because that's when, for, and maybe there was people doing it before that. I didn't notice it until that truck. And his paint was wet. Like, that black paint, you could fall into it. My honest opinion, this is before we ever really got into the whole crazy show. I remember people talking about that it went, because we were in polishing at that time, I think. Mm -hmm. And I remember people talking about that truck in Nebraska where show trucking isn't ginormous. Yeah, it wasn't a big thing. Over there. They're like, you should have seen this arrow at freaking Louisville won it, and it's so crazy. There's like, what, two show trucks in the entire state? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Maybe one. Wisconsin builds a lot because I feel like that's all we got to do all winter. I don't understand it either. I don't think anyone understands it. You guys have quite a few nice trucks over there. There's, I mean, there's a lot there's of people a that lot have of show really, quality really rigs. nice working show trucks over there. Honestly. That don't ever go to shows. That they never leave the state. Trucks that we see on the internet yeah. that I, you know when you're voting for Louisville <coughs> this year, you know you had to vote. Yeah. And there's trucks from Nebraska. I'm like. I've never even seen that. That's super cool. Where the heck is this thing at? Yeah. You know, and and uh, um, yeah, there's a lot of trucks that are even not in Nebraska that are just hidden somewhere yeah. that you'll never even know that exists. And it's kind of sad. You wish you'd show it, you know. And I think some people get a bad taste of the show, the show world, you know, because yeah. if you don't live that life, you don't understand they it. They showed and, up thinking they had the coolest truck, and then yeah. somebody else came in and beat them, and they didn't feel like. That truck was better than theirs. Yeah, that's because it's tough on a lot of people. You've spent three, four hundred thousand yeah. dollars for some of these trucks. If you get beat out by a guy that's not as good, of course, politics is the easy answer. Like, I got beat out because that guy knew the judge. And no. Sometimes, sure, but you got beat out because you didn't go above and beyond knowing what needed to some be of the done little stuff. to prep. I've to seen a lot of really cool trucks win on the little or lose on the, the little, little stuff. stuff. You know, like clocking your tires. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You know, not to give everything away, but everybody knows that clocking your tires. I mean, that's people don't understand that. You know, and 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 walk just, around the show. You, you can pick them out. You know which yeah. ones aren't clocking their tires. Which ones the valve stems are in the wrong spot. Like, and, and another thing, this is and, and people should know is just wiring in general. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's not loomed and tucked away. Yeah, and just and just hidden some or you know hidden away. I mean, yeah. it's just hanging down underneath a sleeper. Yeah. You know, they see that stuff. Oh and, yeah. And, and but people don't realize that they got a truck from the outside looks whoa you know this yeah. is crazy you got to think some of these judges have been judging for 30 mm -hmm. years and it's like they've seen all these nice trucks mm -hmm. for 30 years they fine-tune their process too yeah. and it's like they look underneath the bunk and there's just a rat's nest under yep. there and you're like ah, yeah that guy next to you spent 50 hours just looming his yeah, wires exactly. and making sure it was perfect yeah that's yeah. where you lost I hate saying it that way because some of these guys do have really cool trucks and I like seeing the guys that come in and get smacked and then come back next year and they're like where can I improve and they figure it out and next year they come back and win against that other truck and it's and, not and, just because and, that other truck's been on the scene for too much longer no it's because you made the improvements and yeah. put in the time and effort to actually where your truck should have been the year before yep yeah it's, it's we've seen it a number of times yeah yeah well we've seen it you know when and uh 
uh, perfect example. Um, I'm not going to give names of the people, but there's two trucks, and uh, we were going back and forth trying to figure out if if our truck was going to be okay until we went and looked at the other truck. And the truck, that's kind of where I go back, and we were just talking about it. the truck from the outside looked like it was going to beat our truck. Yeah. I mean, all day long, it yeah. was like that thing's hands down is insanity. Yeah. Until you really looked at it, and like you said, it goes back to all the little stuff you figured out over the years. Yeah. What to do? You start you looking know? in those places where you, you know, all the yeah. judges look, and you're like, "Whoa, Whoa. this is filthy." Yeah, this thing is terrible. You know there's, what I mean? There's wire not even in loom. Yeah, there's... just hanging down on the frame and yeah. things like that. And and, the, and when we started seeing that, and it's like, okay, this is Whew. this is a little bit better now, yeah. you know. But from the outside, you know, it 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 looked. It looked and even then, way. like. Even though, so this is where the politics come into play, and I don't want to give away all my secrets, but like, I always tell my my guys that we do work for, you are a used truck salesman. All the great guys that I know that have done really well on the circuit, I'm gonna throw Robbie Bassey's name out there. Robbie Bassey was one of the best showmen. Like, when he went to a show, if he knew he was stronger than another truck in certain areas and his truck was lacking in other areas, he'd point out the areas on the other truck knowing where they were going to be not doing well so that in the judge's mind before they even got to that next truck, they knew, like, all right, he talked about wiring hanging down. We need to look at this. And it was like that put him a step above all the time because he wasn't pointing out his stuff. Like he was working around it, and he was making sure that they knew what was what needed to be where, and this is his strong points. And he pitched his strong points and pitched his competitors' weak points, and not like bashing them, but like this is where I excel. I took the extra time to move this and move that. Where if you look at some of the other trucks in my class, they won't have that. And it was like he wasn't necessarily picking out any person in particular. But he gave the judges something to look at at other trucks that he knew wasn't as strong. So it was like, yeah. Robbie was a showman. Like, him and I had this conversation at the Daytona 500 this year. And was there a guy too, not change stuff that used to wear a suit all the time or something like that? Yeah. Every time he would give his driver. Crombie. Yeah, yeah. He'd give his presentation. I never got to see it. You know, but. for what it's worth, like, it's a great conversation piece. Yeah. Like, yes, a lot of people look at it that it's comical, but he's a showman. Like, mm -hmm. he sales pitches his stuff, and he is on it. Like, he knows what he needs to do. And his driver presentation, he always does well because he presents himself well, he looks professional, and he knows what he's talking about. So it's like a great conversation yeah. piece, and he knows what yeah, he's doing. Yeah. So it, it just kind of all goes together. You know, people watching this that don't even know about the show Trucking World, they're like, they give driver's presentations? <laughs> People judge semi. I, yeah, yeah. It's, at at the top level, that's how it is. It is. It's crazy. It, you, you would never know this world existed or what we're until you're in it. Until you're in it, yeah. you're like, holy cow, this is. And then when you find out most of the shows don't pay anything, they're yeah. like, you spent four hundred thousand dollars on a truck to go yeah. for a trophy that doesn't pay you anything. Like, it's fun. It is. It's absorbing. But we, you know, you look at other stuff that people do, and you're like, why would you spend that much money doing it? It's just a waste of time. <laughs> Just, you know, people talk about race cars. It's just a waste of money. Yeah. What's the difference between a lot of things? It's just, 
it gets in your it's the, a, the trucking industry if you get involved in hobby. it it is and if you get involved in it like if you watch a lot of the 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 rolling interview guys that do you know the first thing they say is my dad trucked or my grandpa trucked yep. and it's just been your way of life and once you're involved into it oh my gosh it just the trucking is not even the polishing just a truck see that's one thing i want to bring up is how many polishers do you know that were like my dad was in polishing and that's why i got into polishing actually i think i know one and i don't even know if that's a true story or i not, can count I can count <laughs> I think most I know of the ones one. I know. I think on I know like one, one or two hands. Yeah, yeah. I think like I less know than ten. One that was like because his dad was a polisher years ago. Yeah, as of five years ago, I didn't even know they polished trucks. You, you know what I mean? I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, "What is that guy doing over there?" <laughs> and they're like, "He's polishing the trucks. He makes a lot of money." I'm like, "Yeah, right." So I go, "What do I do?" I start driving over there. And uh, he comes up. Your story, my story, is almost exactly the same. Yeah, and uh, he comes up, and and uh, I kind of made up a BS deal because I didn't know. I don't know this guy, and I don't know anything about this business, and I wanted to learn a little bit because I was like, he's making money. I want to know what he's charging. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I got a buddy, and up over in so and so, he's about thirty minutes away, and which you. Okay, it was a real buddy. He just did. <laughs> I don't think he knew about polishing either, but he did own a semi, yeah. and. He was just wondering what it costs to get this done, and, and he starts naming this out on how much it costs. And then I start racking that all up in my head, and then I'm like, holy cow, you know? Well, you don't realize that you gotta have knowledge, and yeah. you gotta be able to, you know? It's kind of like tattooing. It, it, it's not like it costs a lot to get into it, yeah. but it is. It's, it's, it's cheap to start. Yeah, it is. It's very, very inexpensive, which sucks in a sense because a lot of... I think that's why there's less businessmen in it. Yeah. Because there's not a whole lot of investments, so just anybody can go and start exactly. what we do. Exactly. And, and it sucks in the sense, too, is is I think it's actually ruined a lot of kind of good businessmen in the world because of the fact... You, Some of the cheap guys come into their area. Well, that, or you work for me, and you're like... I'll just go buy a grinder. Go do this yeah, I'll just go do it myself. Yeah. And then you don't, but you don't realize, well, I got to buy rouge. I got to make sure I have yeah. fuel. I got to pay for a hotel. I got to make sure, yeah. you know, you know, and that's kind of the rule on any even construction I've or anything. happened to me so many times over the years. I've lost good guys that went off on their own. Yeah. It's brutal. Like and, not, most of my guys sign non-competes now, which it is. It, it, it is. That's what I'm saying. And, and there's some states, you know, um, and, th and that was my problem in Nebraska. You know, they I don't talked hold about up. they won't hold up. Yeah. You, you know, they'll just sit there and freaking take you to court. They'll take you to, it. Yeah, court, and it, it just won't. It won't do anything. So then it's like, well, what do I do? Because I'm, I'm, I'm giving them. It sucks. How do you protect yourself? Exactly. I'm teaching you a trade, and then you can just go and take it and do it what you want. Like that's brutal. It's it's kind of like uh, dent poppers. Yeah. That's why I always tried getting in with yeah. those guys, and those guys, oh. You think polishers are a pain in the butt to get information Painless out of? Those guys will not tell you anything. <laughs> and you can sit and watch them, and you might think you're learning it. You have no, you have idea, no idea what yeah. they're doing. I've watched a thousand people. Yeah, PR and guys. I'm like, and I hear what they're making, and I'm like, oh my God. I, mean, I can follow Hale. Yeah, I'll just do this all day long. I'll do this for the rest of my life, making this kind of money. Yeah. Until, you know, I, I bought They're on the road worse than we are. Yeah, they are. And I they bought chase a, all them hailstorms. Yeah, oh yeah. And I bought a kit to try it. And <laughs> I'll tell you right now. You need when you look at the ten thousand dollar kit. That's the kit that you really yeah. need. not the, the fifty dollar kit on Amazon. It doesn't work that way, you know. And and um, the crazy thing is, I got a buddy that does it, 
and I tried getting him to help me learn how to do it, yeah. and he wouldn't. But he's wanted me to show him how to polish. That's yeah, how yeah. kind of weird that is. And and um, he's like, all right, I'll show you a little. You show me a little. He won't even show me. Anything yeah, exactly. Ever. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it though. That's a lot of. That's tedious work, man, yeah. and it's repetitive, like super. Well, polishing's repetitive too, but it's <coughs> not less tedious. I think, and we've talked about this, Parker and I, and I've talked about this with other people. To me, in my head, polishing is repetitive in a sense. But it's not. But it's not. Cause Hard it, to explain it. It is. Head. It's the same exact thing every single time. I think what helps is, but it's something different all the time. So it's yeah. not. You might have a tank worse than the other. Or you might, you know, I mean, it's the same. And that's what I'm trying to teach people. Yeah. They're like, well, what this? Well, yeah, there is little different things, but it's the same thing every single time. It, yeah. it, it, it doesn't really change the the core of it. You, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, there's little things that shoot off where, well, if you do it this way a little bit, it's quicker or faster or whatever yeah. it may be. But, that is um, recording for it? Yes. Okay. Just double checking. But, um, yeah, it's one of those. So my last question I'm going to ask you, and then I'll open the floor. You can ask me a question. Uh, last question I'm going to ask you is, what was the biggest thing that you walked in and you were like, this is going to be easy money, and then wham, you got burnt on it? Like, it didn't work out as well as you thought it was going to. You thought you were going to make easy money on it. It burnt you. How much time you got on there? How long did you record? <laughs> this has happened a billion times. What's the worst Work. one? Um, oh, man. Parker's itching over there. I can tell. What, what are you there, no, I'm, not, I'm just wondering which one you're thinking of. I, you know, I mean, there's, that's, there's so many that... We do it all the time. Yeah, well, that's, that's the problem. I try to do it less and less now yeah, that I've been Yeah, you know, that's it. the problem is because, you know, uh, maybe that grain trailer, you know, that we... That I, I know we you touched on that a little yeah, earlier. Yeah, that grain trailer, you know, I thought... I don't think that was the worst one. No, that was pretty rough. <laughs> um, uh, you know, but I was intimidated by it but I didn't think it was gonna cost me as much, was when we all did, um, we had another polishing crew helping us out too. We did a giant aluminum tank, a giant aluminum tank. It, it went on, it's like a fuel tank. We did that a few years straight back. Truck. You remember it. Oh, the yeah. straight truck fuel, fuel tank. Yeah, it's yeah, giant, I yeah. do remember that. And um, You quoted that one really low. Yeah, and when we- I remember you telling me that one too. Yeah. You're like, I just wanna do one. Yeah, and I'm and, like, uh, you're gonna eat it. For pretty much what I did, profit or not profit? <laughs> no, that's not even <laughs> what you charge. Yeah, what I charge. Is what you put into material. Yeah, it's it, sandpaper. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, shoot, the buffs and yeah, exactly. Part. You know, and then I got to pay three other people. You know, I got to pay a whole other polishing crew that's using his materials. You know, on top of that, so I, I do remember that. Yeah, so I got to pay for his material costs and him. You know, which is all kind of wrapped into one type bill, but still. And then I got to pay two other helpers of mine. So what do you think you ended up losing on that trip? Oh man, it wasn't <laughs> even a trip. That was at home still. I bet I lost. Oh, it was in the thousands. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't even remember. Um, I'd say I hate asking and bringing it up because I know it's a soft spot for yeah. everybody. But at the same time, I want polishers or detailers that are listening to this to understand that even though I'm 20 years in, I still make mistakes and I get burnt once in a while. And I know you're a lot like me. Like if we estimate it low and it comes in high, like I don't make the customer eat it, I, I eat it. it. No, and that's what, that's what I try to explain to them every time is, 
and that's why you know it's so hard to give quotes over the phone. You know, because I don't estimate anything without seeing. No, it, it, it's so hard because you guys get mad when they hear that. Well, and, and I love it when people are like, "Oh, you should have charged them more." I'm sorry, I'm not that guy. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. And um, we had a big deal on that on on a truck that was really rough, and we bit. Well, what we did is we bid the whole fleet out. Is what we did, and we got one truck in there. It, pretty much what it was is X amount per truck. Yeah. And when that truck came in, it was second to last. We'd never seen it. We didn't know. The yeah. rest of the trucks were all good. We, you know, we were we were doing all right there. And that second the truck came in, second to last truck came in, and um, it did. I told them instantly. I said, "Hey, for what I'm charging you, we all agreed at this thing's gonna look terrible." Yeah. And they said, "Okay, we understand that." Just I do the best you can for that. Yeah, budget. do it the best you can for that money and that's I feel like that's where some of us get in trouble is when you're talking with an owner an owner usually sets a budget for you yeah and their drivers <coughs> don't you, always you, understand the, that no their drivers don't ever understand that I've lost, <laughs> I've lost some pretty decent yeah. customers over the years because their driver had this expectation yes. way up here and the boss only had this expectation but once the the employee got in and looked at it and he's like well this wasn't what I was expecting well then he starts pitching his story to the boss and then the boss is like well yeah I didn't really think about that like yeah this was my budget but this is what he was expecting maybe the budget and what I got wasn't what we discussed and then they start wrapping this around and sometimes it turns around on it I got screwed on that a couple times it does. Um, and going back to this truck kind of what you said you know you'll eat it and what it ended up happening is, is we went above and beyond. We speed sanded this yeah, thing. We ended, up we ended up sanding diamond plate, which isn't even really possible. It sucks. It's terrible. It's not worth it. It's not. And But we did just try to make it look better. Yeah. And this truck was pure white. It is. It had been asked. I'm pretty sure every time they drove by a truck wash, they had them dump every bit of it on there they had. Yep. Um, and it turned out... I'll be honest, it turned out terrible. And in in the what makes me the maddest of it all, what hurt me the most, was when the driver's like, I understand it was bad, and then turned around and bashed us on it. And you, posted you, you, on social you, media. Posted on social yeah. media, attacking me after he just said, I understand how bad it was. You, you know what I mean? And, well, that's the problem, too, is they that. get some of their friends involved, and their friends are like, yeah, we've had other yeah. polishers through here, and they never left it like this. Well, you're right. But those other guys that would have never left it like that also charge your boss fifteen hundred dollars, where I was at five hundred dollar budget. Yeah, exactly. And those guys don't come back anymore because yeah. your boss just said, "I'm not paying fifteen hundred dollars." Exactly. You know, and then you get other guys chiming in, and and um, that's another thing that sucks. You know, once you get to the kind of level where your name is at, yeah, you everybody, everybody has got a target on you. It, it, you know, or I've lost it, good customers that yeah, way too. Yeah, exactly. Everybody thinks that everything you put out is show quality. And it's like, listen, I'll give you what you want. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't have to give you show quality if that's not what you want. And then sometimes I read the person wrong and it turns out they wanted show quality out of something that isn't going to turn into show quality. Like some people don't understand that too is they see some of our show quality truck that we do and they don't realize like that guy gets polished six times a year exactly. to stay at that show exactly. quality level. And they want a truck that's been acidized for the last exactly. 15 years to be a show truck in one shot. Like, and I tell a lot of people like, 
your truck took 15 years to get this white and rotted, I'm not going to turn it into show truck in one shot. If you work with me and take your time and stick with it, like I can get your truck there over the course of a few well, polishes and yeah, keeping well, it nice. Here's the deal, and this is how I explain it too, and maybe you'll disagree with this. I can make it look like his truck, but either A, you're going to have to go buy all brand new rims <laughs> and boxes and tanks, or what we can do is you can leave it here for the next month. It's going to cost you about 10 and grand. I'll, I'll polish it once a week, week for the next four weeks. Yeah, exactly. To get it to that level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that's yeah. what I mean. Is that's that's not attainable. How many guys do you know that would park their truck for an entire month yeah. so you could polish it once a week and yeah. just keep getting that moisture into the yeah. wheels? Yeah. And I've seen guys tiger paw stuff. Yeah. I've seen them sand with 40 grit. Like I, I used to be that guy. Like I wanted every yeah, I, pit out. Sometimes shiny pits are just better than no pits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people don't understand too, and it, and it took us a little bit to figure this out as well. And you just always preach me about it. Is is um, your first thought is is sanding? You have to sand everything. Sanding doesn't always benefit. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And and and, and it, it takes you to do a kinder or a, a roughish tank. To me, that was the, the biggest. Yeah. You know, a roughish tank where I notice it the most. To not sand it, cut color it, and then one in the same that was the looked the same to sand it, cut color it, and weirdly enough, the sanding tank looked worse yeah. than just the cut Sometimes color tank. Sometimes it does. Yeah. It, it, it just it almost has a cloudyish yeah. more look to it. Well, you're really irritating the metal too, you know. I mean, if you sand it deep, you're always going to get a great shine out of yeah. it because you're just going to build a ton more heat in the metal. You're always going to get it. We actually touched on that a little bit yesterday. Yeah. That if you build up a ton of heat, it's going to melt it and look really good. But, but then, then that goes back to is you better be charging for your time yeah. as well. Yep. And that's where I think a lot of guys go wrong. I went wrong. Everybody goes wrong. Where the you're learning like, curve. Yeah, the learning curve. Where yeah, let's say you're charging. Let's just say. In the beginning, I used to be actually, when I first started charging by the piece, I was more expensive than I am now. So, yeah, I went from <laughs> charging X amount to charging X amount for, or X amount for one truck to charging X amount per parts, and then we went cheaper. So, in the beginning, we were charging 100 bucks a tank. I'll never forget that. I wish I was still there, actually. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. wish I could get yeah, this. Yeah, area exactly. And I don't even know how we got away with it. Like, you saw my did. invoicing today, yeah. and you're like, Whoa, I thought I was cheap. Yeah, you know, and, and uh It was fleet stuff though. Yeah, so but even let's say I charged a hundred dollars for that tank, which is a lot in my eyes. Yeah. To some people that's not enough. But you know a lot of guys that are three, four, five hundred dollars yeah, a tank. Crazy. Or they charge by the gallon and then whatever. Dollar but, a gallon, yeah, two dollars a gallon, it's like whoa, whoa. Buddy. But anyways, even if I charge a hundred bucks for that tank and it took took me and it was rough. And it took me four or five hours just to sand and cut color that thing. Yep. Was it, you know what I mean? Is it really worth it? And yeah, you know, maybe by the hour, someone would be like, well, I wish I kind of made that money. And you know what I mean? 20, 25 bucks an hour. hour. That's but pretty good. By the time you factor in materials the, the, uh, and taxes, materials to everything, yeah. you're like, wow, yeah. Boy. I should have worked at McDonald's yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, you know, and. <laughs> And so, and I think that's, and that's another really hard thing for every polisher to get over. And it took me a long while to get over. And I know Parker even still, you know, after three years, he fights with it a little bit too. The perfectionist. The perfectionist. You gotta. Well, it, it, and, and also with social media, that kind of really puts, that puts a, a, a shine on you a little bit because of the fact you're like, 
gosh, I don't want another polisher to see this and nitpick it apart. Yeah, my you, work's you, not you, perfect. If it's not up to par and perfect. I've gotten past that. I mean, it took me 20 years to get there, but it's like, if somebody's going to pick me apart, they weren't my customer. Yeah. Like, one, if my customer's not happy before he leaves, I don't listen to anything after he's left. Like, if he gets home and his buddy, like, ramrods me when he gets home, I'm sorry, when you left here, you were happy. Like, I, I, I don't... Not that I don't care about what happened after, but like you and I discussed it. We worked through it. You were happy. What happened? Your friend talked you out of it? Well, it, did your friend pay the bill? Did you tell him what you paid? Did you show him how rough it was before we started? Like, I'm sorry, but you saw it ahead of time. We agreed upon it. When you left, you were happy. Let's leave it at that. And it saved me a few times having that. But that, that was one of the other questions that I usually try to ask everybody is like, what's the best piece of advice you could give to a fellow polisher or somebody that's just starting off? And I feel like that's probably yours, huh? Mm -hmm. I mean, because that's one you bring up to me a lot. And, well, and, 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 and every new polisher that I've ever, ever talked to, that's their biggest issue. Yeah. You, you know, and, and they're like, well, I, I, can't get, I can't get four trucks down in one day. I just got to make everything perfect. Yeah, yeah. because... There's no way you can do that in. I don't know how whatever. you're charging three, four, five hundred. You know what gets truck. me though is, is they come see our work, and, and I did the same thing. They see our work and they're like, "Man, this looks really good." I'm doing less work than you are, yeah. and it looks just as good. That's yeah. a weird thing, and it's not that I'm more talented, really per se. Than it's the you. process. It's just the process, yeah. you know, and and um, you can still do really good work and do it at a fast pace, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be sh super show quality on a freaking old farm truck, you know, but, but you're still going to have a really good shine to it and it's going to have clarity and everything at a fast pace instead yeah. of sitting there for three days working on it and yeah. losing your butt on the whole thing, you know, yeah. so. Yeah, no, I agree. How long have we been recording? Uh, almost two hours. <laughs> I thought we were going to do an hour. <laughs> I wonder I'm over here about to fall asleep. Yeah, sorry for everybody who's watching and yeah. listening to this full two hours. But honestly, you've really given a lot of really good information in this two hours. I mean, for the people that are muscling through the entire two hours here, like, there was a lot of good snippets in there that, I don't know, a lot of good things got explained that I know a lot of people have asked me over the years that I haven't put out in videos or I haven't put out in... And that's really the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is because just the two of us spitballing and talking is getting a lot of stuff out there that conversations I have with polishers that I hadn't really recorded before. And I wish I had recorded a lot of these conversations because if I had and putting it on YouTube, a lot more people would have had more content. Like I've said this a bunch of times before, you know who this polisher is, you met him, he always complained that I never answered the questions that he had properly. What he never understood was I was answering the questions he gave me. Mm -hmm. His question wasn't the right question. Like, and I don't know that he was trying to figure out X, but asking me about Y. Exactly. He was asking me about X, and I gave him an explanation for X, but he really wanted to know Y and there wasn't a why for me to see. So like, with without me being there, I couldn't really properly answer the question. So I felt like the reason for starting this podcast was so that it would bring up conversations like this that 
we would normally have over the phone and you're, it would get worked through and then I don't think about it when I'm sitting here by myself doing my YouTube videos like it's hard to have those conversations with nobody on the other exactly. side I know people are gonna watch these on the YouTube channel and it's like alright this is good stuff but who's gonna watch it and how am I gonna get it across without somebody else spitballing and talking with me you know so when we had this idea for the podcast this is this was kind of the format we were shooting for was if it ends up being a two-hour video so be it like people will watch 5 10 15 20 minutes of it and they'll skip through to parts they want to see and that's perfectly fine I'm okay with that but for the people that sit down and listen to the full two hours they're gonna be like oh my god I pulled this little good nugget out of there and this little yeah. good nugget out of there and maybe more people will get better knowledge of that and I want to put a little bit on this whole deal when you started explaining this too having a conversation with another polisher I've ran into it and I know I've said things to you and you're like why wouldn't they just ask me I think because of how should I say this without people really blowing this up the other polishers <laughs> so how, how do I how do I word this people put for me what up you, on a different yeah what, what I'm saying is is for what you've accomplished for what you've done people to some people they think I'm not approachable yeah exactly like you're not in and it drives, it doesn't drive me nuts as much as it drives you nuts when I say, yeah, so-and-so asked me about this. And you're like, why wouldn't they just ask me? I'm it's, just a regular it's person. It's personal about you almost. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? But it's almost the fact it's like you're not approachable or you're not going to tell them the information. Five times a day I get people go, oh, my God, this is actually Evan? Yeah. You answer your own phone? Yeah. Like, it's my phone. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is when you first came, you ever came to Nebraska and, uh, uh, Caitlin's like, oh, I gotta clean the house, and and I'd already met you. We, I mean, we'd been <laughs> whatever, but I remember, and she's like, well, it's kind of a big deal, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, but and, you, you know, guys have you guys have stayed at my house a number well, exactly. of times. Exactly, we'd already known you, and stuff, but at the same time, I remember when I was getting into this, I used to always talk about you all the time. You know, I was like, oh my god, this guy's doing tow truck. I mean, look at all the crazy things he's doing and the place he gets to go. But I'm just a regular guy. My like, my house is dirty like everybody what, else. What what I love though. Is, is having these conversations, especially for me, I feel, I, I've said this to you a million times, I wouldn't be able to get to do the things I've done without you, but also at the same time, I had to work for it as well. Yeah, you, you know what in, I mean? You I, had, the work. I had to do the hours too. You just gave me the door, it fast forwarded me to yeah. that door, you know? Um, so I didn't have to put in as, and make, more mistakes than I needed to to get to that point. Some of those were your own fault. No, Some I know. I talked to you. Tried to talk to you. No, no, I know. But I mean, to uh, to get to the places where I needed to be in making the mistakes and trying to work through them is I was already ahead of that mistake. You, you know what I mean? I already knew sure. what to expect and what to do. You know, and having you around. But at the same time, perfect example. It's not like you picked me from somewhere. You know what I mean? It's not no. like you didn't know who I was and you're like. I'm going to take this guy and go all over, the, you know what I mean, go everywhere and do all that. It was a happy accident. It was, and, and but it's the proof that if you watch his content and you want to do what Evan does, it's not, it's not. It's you, not unattainable. No, you can't. It's not like you can't get it, you, but you got to work. That's what, are you, what, what are you willing to sacrifice? Yeah, That's you, what I tell every. That is, you have to sacrifice everything, and, and I can't, without getting really weird and, and getting emotional. really personal yeah. and weird is, yeah. is 
you're not going to have friends anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? If you want to go out to the bars and ha and do I all that. I don't feel like that's unique in polishing though. Like No, that's just that's that's in anyone who's really good at their craft. If you listen to I listen to him a lot. People think it's weird. And I I guarantee you like uh um inspirational stuff. Yeah. It's it's the same message all the time. Yeah. It's the same thing. All those athletes. You to Gary V or yeah, you listen yeah. to Michael Jordan or, or in, across other platforms like yeah. They all say the same thing, they, like, I just, just outworked the next guy. And sacrificed everything, yeah. and all I did was just 100%, you know, and, and I gave it 100% all the time. And, and honestly, looking back at it, even if this isn't my end game, and I always say I hope it's not, but it probably will be, but, <laughs> you know, I always say that. But even if it's not my end game, it really opened my mind up to, to getting to where I'm at, and not even saying I'm way up there, but to getting where I'm at that it's not impossible to do anything you, no. you know all those guys saying it's not impossible for you to do this or this or whatever you look want at to the be. owner of Alibaba knew yeah. nothing about anything he just hired in the right people to get yeah. there and just put in the extra work to find those right people like anything's possible I listen to a lot of the inspiration look at Jeff Bezos too. I mean you know what I mean the, the hour I mean look at him you know I mean everyone thought he was nuts I mean well, he was in his what his garage or whatever yeah. You know, had a freaking homemade shipping, sign up. He was only shipping books. books. I think Amazon was only books when yeah, it started. Yeah. And I now mean, they're talking about groceries. Like, yeah. And he's the wealthiest man in the world. But literally. Know? Yeah. How is I, that even possible? I, I really think a lot of these new guys that, that want to do what you do or what we get to do, they shouldn't get frustrated in the first. And it's tough because in your first year, you're like, I'm never going to be able to get it. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just, but it also took us how long and how many hours and... Dude, and for six years, I sucked. Yeah. I'll admit it, my first six years was not great. But, like I said, too, for me, it's it's kind of a weird deal for me. Because you had to go through all the BS and build your brand yeah. to where I am. I just was lucky enough to get on board yeah, but you were going up. You were headed on a pretty good trajectory. No, we were already. we were going all right, you know. And, but I don't. We would have never been more right just now. Strapped, I just strapped know. a rocket to your back. No, exactly. I say in in five years I would have never been to where I am now. And the things that we've gotten to do, we've just exactly. We just got fast forward yeah. a lot quicker than everybody. I don't. I don't think it was unattainable for you. I think you could have done it on your own. It would have taken. You'd have gone through that it ten years. Exactly. It would have yeah. taken those long, long years, and. Um, you know, to to get to that this point, but I don't know. I don't I don't know if I would have made it that long. You yeah. know, I don't know if I would have had that much drive. I can't tell you how many polishers I see just get burnt out and just quit because it's like you get stuck. You you do a whole bunch of trucks right out the gate because you're the new guy. Yeah. And you're cheap or you're good. Mm -hmm. And it's like I see a lot of guys get burnt out really quick. And then when business isn't as busy that second or third year, and they're like, yeah, I'm winner. I'm or just winner shows. <laughs> or just winner Yeah, I'm just winner shows. Like, I'm going to go find and you, it. And you don't live in the South, you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm going to go find a different job and go make the real money. And, and if you stick with it, winter sucks. I mean, even for us, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Winter's not the best in the world. I still... I, I'm lucky enough, just as last year, I was blessed enough to have a customer that is big enough to where he's at. To, to keep us busy. We're not, it's not like we're getting rich during yeah. the winter, but I mean, it, it just it, keeps it, you busy. Yeah, and it keeps us busy and it keeps our bills paid through the winter yeah. time. And and I don't have to travel. I'm 20 years in, I'm still doing that sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we built our own, we built a whole nother brand this last year. It was like all winter long, we we're like, oh boy. Yeah. 
Let's uh, let's go find some work this winter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's not the easy. Unless you want to travel. Are we going to Florida? Exactly. Like, you got to go to Florida, Texas, or, Texas or, or California, somewhere you know, or Arizona, which Ugh. yeah, somewhere where it's it's hot. I'm lucky I train all winter because yeah. honestly, it just keeps the bills paid. But yeah, it, it could be it could be bad. Yeah, it's yeah my first winter. I'll be completely honest with you. I got to give her a shout out. If it wasn't for my mom on the first. My mom yeah. made sure that, yeah, that I didn't fail. You know, she helped out a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, because there was times when I had no money yeah. at all. You know. Yeah. And then you came in the group or the, the group. <laughs> <laughs> you came in the mix and and um, even before I was in Evans, though, you know, and that's another thing. You know, I've got into it with guys. We're not going to go down that hole, whatever. But yeah. where guys have. Um, asked why the loyalty to you and I tell them the same thing every time and whoever's watching I some people watch this that I've said this to that question it is no one cared who I was in the beginning no one cared about anything I was doing no one cared that I was broke beyond belief and had no money anywhere and one person made sure that I had product, that I had stuff to do, <laughs> that I knew, you know what I mean, that I had things. Yeah. And I said, no one else, and you, and not, not sound like you weren't there. You, yeah. you know what I mean? They weren't there. They weren't, yeah. they weren't calling me. You, you know, in their defense at that time, they didn't know me. Yeah. But still, the, the probability of them, you know, doing what you did for me would never, and that's, that's just the way it is. You and I, We've had our, everyone thinks that, like, we have the best, perfect relationship. They don't know who, what I'm like to do There's been with. times where we're yelling at each other. You know, people, people that meet me, it's so funny, people that have met me, they've seen the stupid videos we used to make all the time, you know, and... I miss those. Honestly, I wish I, you'd bring I them do, back. I, I wish do, you'd bring I them back. I do, but sometimes I just, I don't know, to me, we went over the top and then people were like, ah, I can't believe you do that. And I'm like, it was all a joke, man. And people take that <laughs> stuff serious. Like, it was never anything bad, but, yeah. you know, some of the things we did, you know, like the, the face. I do appreciate that you've cleaned your life up and you're, you're. Well, we were not so hillbilly, you know. I mean, well, we were just, I don't even care that you were hillbilly. Like, it was just bad for your health. <laughs> even some of that was a joke, you know. I mean, like. Uh, I know. I mean, we weren't completely stupid. We just we knew that sold, and people loved watching yeah. stupid things. And it definitely kicked off pretty fast. You know, and, and people loved watching that. Like, oh, look at these stupid hillbillies. They're just <laughs> down. They're just gonna kill themselves. And, and and the funniest thing is when I first started going to shows with you, a lot of those polished that saw that stuff that were friends with you, and I went into Evans Deals, and then they'd meet me at a show, they're and like, I'd just be sitting hillbilly. there and be like, wow, he's really not like completely and utterly out of control and like yelling and doing stupid things all the time i'm like really honestly i'm just i'm just got a regular relax. guy i just yeah. want to just sit here and relax and and not do stupid things all the time you know we have fun with it but that's funny it, it, it's tough too anymore um i shouldn't say it was funner back then we just didn't take it as seriously and yeah. now that you take it seriously it's hard to do fun things yeah. It stays busy as we are, you know, and, yeah. and taking the... You hate to be goofing off, especially when you're working on the customer's truck. Exactly. And even if some of the customers wouldn't care if we are. Back when people weren't paying as much attention. Like, yeah, exactly. It wasn't too, so bad. Exactly. And you wouldn't have social media just tear you in pieces yeah. and, and take it out of content. Yeah. And, and, and just... Then it's like... 
it's so stupid you know why can't we just have fun and, and do yeah. fun things like that when when now it's not only me I got to worry about I got your reputation yeah. in a sense and and all the other Evans guys that I got to worry about and we're probably the most black sheep out of all of them to do dumb things and have fun but <laughs> At the same time, we really got to watch ourselves because yeah. it's not only you're under a microscope. Exactly that, and it's not only affecting us. If it was just me, I probably wouldn't yeah. care. You, you know, as bad. I know what you mean. If I'm going to hurt someone else, I'm not going to intentionally hurt you yeah. or or Kansas or any of those guys. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Because we're like, well, those Nebraska guys are completely out of control. Yeah. You know, and and I would never call those any of those Evans guys. You know, I, I and. And some people are like, ah, I would never be that way. You'd be surprised, you yeah. know. I know you got a lot of questions, but what's one question you'd like to ask me? This is gonna sound completely cliche and stupid. Um, would you ever change anything? Ah, uh, when I was putting this list together, <laughs> like questions I want to ask everybody, ever. I was like, I hope nobody ever asked me if I'd change anything. There's days where I was like, I, I wish I would have picked a different career path. But you and I have this conversation a lot, though. We do. Yeah. We talk about this a yeah. lot, and I was afraid you were going to be yeah. the one yeah, person to that's, ask that's me. Why, that's the first thing that popped when you when you said something about that, and that's the first thing that popped in my head. Is like, yeah, because we talk <sighs> about this. This is that's, it's 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 tough. I mean, it's tough because I honestly love it. I love the instant gratification of it. I love doing this every day. Don't get me wrong. But there's days. And I feel like no matter what I do in life, you're going to have those days. But in the grand scheme of things, I couldn't see myself doing anything else. Yeah. And I think... Isn't it weird, too, to think that this is what you were going to do in life? You would have never thought of this. You know what I mean? No truckers in my family. Yeah. No polishers in my family. Just nothing. Yeah. No rhyme or reason to why I went down this road. Ever. And here I am. Here we sit. Yeah. You know, like I got to meet a lot of really cool people in my life. Uh, I've run into some movie stars, celebrities, NASCAR drivers, racers, just a lot of cool people. And, Car and, builders. And, like, yeah, exactly. And even stuff like that. That people that are on television, the people that you get to meet, that are extremely good at their craft. You, you know what I mean? That yeah. you would never get to meet before. That and you, you get to ask them about their yeah, craft. Yeah. It's like. They're interested about your life. Yeah, you're yeah, interested yeah. about their life. Like, <laughs> We're listen, polishing's nothing. Yeah, like let's talk about your yeah, life. No, yeah, kind of like what you know. I'm getting. I'll get into that some other time of who it is and what he does or whatever. But he was like, we were so excited to be there, and things fell completely apart <laughs> on his end. It wasn't his fault, but they yeah. did. And he's apologizing to us, and we're just like. Are you shitting me? We're, or sorry, are you kidding me? We're we're at your shop, dude. Like yeah. you called us. Yeah. Like we're here doing work for you. Yep. Like I could care less if we just sit here because yeah. now I get to talk to you the whole time <laughs> and ask you about all these crazy cool things you've gotten mm -hmm. to do. And uh, but yeah, that's it's it's nuts on. So I wouldn't change anything. No. Like if I if somebody told me tomorrow, like listen, I'll let you go back twenty years ago and start over. I don't think I'd take that because I don't know what else I'd want to do. Like, I found a good niche, I found a good market, like, and I'm pretty decent at it. Like, I'm not the best. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of greats out there, but I've been having fun with this thing. Like, we've had some rough times. Like, there's been some some pretty low lows yeah, and yeah. some times where I was like 
forget it. I'm going to find something else to do. But I didn't. I stuck with it. And I don't think I'd change anything. I don't think I'd go down that road. I think I'd stay where I'm at and keep pushing forward. And uh, I'd make it work. But I hate that you had to ask it because I knew, I knew it was coming. <laughs> well, yeah, like you and I have talked about that before. And, and, and not to answer his question too, but I think I'd be in the same way. Yeah. You know, and, and even going the aspect of this is getting kind of in the dark side of polishing, but uh, just on how much it deteriorates your health. Oh yeah. And and yeah. I still don't even think I'd change it. Just knowing what could come in the next 30, 40 years yeah. from from the stupidness that everybody yeah. tried warning me in the yeah. beginning. No respirators. No respirators. No ear protection. Yeah. No no nothing and and um there's just yeah you know alzheimer's is a big link you know between aluminum, aluminum dust, dust, dust yeah. yeah so i mean i tell people that that's it's almost a guarantee you it's know? a risk we're taking yeah. yeah you know and and um but i still don't think i'd change it my kids would probably yell at me and my grandkids well i'm glad i hope you stick around for quite a while i, doubt, I enjoy like, hanging out with you i don't think i'm gonna make it that long but you never know guys <laughs> but we're going to finish this up. I want to thank you, Zach, for coming on. This was Zach Cameron. Uh, he now runs Evans Detailing Polishing Nebraska. Um, he was American Polishing Pros. Yeah, couldn't remember uh, that. He's still <laughs> American Polishing Pros at heart. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm grateful you came on board. I'm, I'm glad to have you. It's fun hanging out with you. He's up here for Wapon Week right now. And this is one of my favorite weeks. Good to have a bunch of my guys in-house hanging out, having a good time, polishing, doing what we all love and just spending some good time together. So I, I appreciate you being on the podcast. I got a feeling this one's going to be the first podcast we've released. Um, as soon as I get this edited up, we're going to pop it off here. And uh, I appreciate you for being a part of it. Oh, uh, man, you know, I, every, you know, I always get weird all the time and tell you how blessed I am to met you and the things that I get to do. And it gets really weird, and then you so much want to cry. But, no, we, you know what I mean? There's been a few it, times it, it, where we've gotten close yeah, to Yeah, you know, we, you know, I love you, you know. we Like, I got into before. No one else was there when I got into this. And and I look back at it and just the successes that I've got was, from it. I'm know? grateful to see you grow. Yeah, like, you I'm know? glad to have seen where you started. And I know that first year was rough, but it's it's been cool to sit back and watch you grow into where you've gotten now. I mean, it hasn't been easy for either of us because I don't make anything <laughs> easy. No. There's right nothing now, easy with I you. will make it the hardest possible. For I'll tell anybody. you no, and you'll just say yes, yes anyways. Yeah, and I'll just do it anyways, and then you'll be like, "Told you," and I'll be like, "I still won." <laughs> yeah, I don't make it easy. But it's been great having yeah. you on. For those of the people that stuck around for the full two hours, we thank you guys. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of good information here. I hope everybody. Yeah at least took time to try and muscle through one time because this is good stuff i think a lot of the beginners need to watch this to really just listen to all the bs you know and i know you're going to do a lot more with other not just mine and yours but just all the rest because i think i'm almost getting to that point not like you i i hate to say it like that but to the point where it's like not real anymore you know what i mean yeah. or you, you know and and um that's I, I don't I don't think that ever. Just it, try to keep giving back. It'll yeah. it'll help your heart. It'll help your soul. Just give back to the community a little bit, and it, it, it it'll come back tenfold. And one thing, you know, um, he is so much better than me about this. I want to point on this just a hair. It's stressful trying to help people too. Oh, it is yeah. so because it'll burn you out. It, and people 
think that I'm a jerk sometimes, and yeah. I don't mean to be, but when you're, it's not like you're, everyone thinks, and I think another thing that people think is you just sit here all day, oh. and this is what you do. I appreciate yeah, it. You've yeah, been you know here, what I mean? you've and seen it, like I'm in the yeah, shop no, 14, yeah, 16 exactly. hours, and answering you know, the phone while I'm holding a grinder. Exactly, yeah. and and you freak, I don't know how the heck you do it, I've told you that a billion times, <laughs> you know, because you'll get some of those guys like me, that were like me, and they'll call all the time. Need that half hour, all, hour conversation. Always, always, and they'll do it three times a day, yeah. you know what I mean? And and I don't want to be a jerk and, and not help you. I gotta work, man. That's yeah. how I make a living. You I don't know? make money I, off those phone calls. I would love to help you, and it's not that I don't want to give you. I want to get home to my family. A too secret or something, yeah. and it's not like I'm gonna guide you in the wrong direction or anything. It's just that I try I, to get you the most efficient way to yeah. get it done, so that I can get back to work, so I can get home to my wife and kids. Yeah, because it's real. It's only it's only me and Parker. You it's know, twenty four hours in a day. Oh, yeah, can't <laughs> buy any more time. Oh God, I bring that up so yeah. often. <laughs> You can't buy more time. Yep. I wish somebody'd sell me some because I'd yeah. buy a ton of it. No kidding. Thank you guys for letting me be on here. Thank you, Evan. Love you, man. Yeah, I so, appreciate you. Have Thanks a good one, buddy. Me.